Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with Jace Mercigli. And you're listening to the 5195 Podcast. We got another special one for you guys today. We, our guest is the proprietor, owner, seller, vendor, Mike Kruger from Video Shock Monster and Music Shop, uh, which can be located in the city of industry at Frank and Son Collectible Show. How you doing, Mike? Great. Space 807. Space 807, exactly. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we brought you in because obviously we're big nerds, so we're collectors, and I've been buying from you for years. Years, yep. Years. And uh, we had a a collectible show, what, a few episodes back. We did. It was very early on, probably episode seven or eight, something like that. And we we loosely touched on like 80s toys, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, things like that. We didn't really touch on the the horror side and like the new stuff. Right, right, right. That's out. It was was mostly what we grew up with and what we collected or at least was bought for us as kids. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you want to... You know, just kind of start from the beginning. Give us a little bit of backstory on you. As far as collecting, um, as, as uh, literally as long as I can remember, um, it's my my earliest memories was just buying Aurora model kits in the seventies. Mm. I was really really big into you know stuff like Micronauts, Shogun Warriors, but Godzilla was my guy. I bought Godzilla everything. Yeah, and then I I, I collected all my life. Whether you know that that later turned to records. And DVDs and Blu-rays. I still collect a few toys myself. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like kind of selective now. Basically, in a nutshell, is probably 15, 16 years ago, I was a manager of a record store. And things happened. I lost my job. And it's just like, well, you know, what now? It started with I sold a little bit of my own collection to get by. And it just kind of grew from there. Here I am now selling horror crap and uh, <laughs> records and <laughs> DVDs and Blu-rays and uh and, and yeah, it's just like, l- luckily it's worked out for me. But, um, you know, I, I, I tell everybody, you know, I, I caught flack when I was younger because, you know, I worked at comic book stores and I work at record stores and I, I didn't go to college or anything, but that ended up being like my college. Yeah. I, I learned mm-hmm. how distribution worked and how wholesale worked, you know, where, where to get this stuff. And, uh, you know, I, and I learned how to be a salesman and it all worked out. So that's, yeah, it's doing good. that's such a thing. Yeah. I mean, commerce isn't something you can just book learn. Right, I don't think right. you, you really got to jump in and uh, yeah, you, you probably became an old hand at it pretty quick without, like you said, college courses or any of that stuff. Oh yeah. It just, it became very <clears throat> natural. Yeah. One thing you mentioned about having to sell some of your collectibles when you're on hard times. Right. Was it as heartbreaking as it feels to hear it? Because... Um, well, what killed me mm-hmm. was um, when I bought my first house, I sold my original record collection. Oof. And we're talking stuff that really is irreplaceable. I've um, mm. I've been in the punk rock scene since '81, and I bought like the first Minor Threat seven inch when it came out for three dollars, and now it's worth two thousand. <laughs> oh my god! You know, um, yeah. So, uh, so some of it I replaced later on when I sold uh to to get started at at uh, my my shop at Frankensons. I sold a lot of my Godzilla toys, and those I wasn't so much in love with. You know. Some of the stuff was just like, you know, it, it kind of sucked because I had like a lot of Japanese theater exclusives, stuff like that. Wow. wow. Yeah. But um, but it didn't hurt nearly as bad as, as my records. Well, well, the way I looked at it is it's like, well, yeah, this kind of sucks selling my stuff. But by selling my stuff, I don't have to get a job. Yeah, you know, sure. So, so yeah, That's a plus. It was, it was a good payoff. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I've always been, most of my collecting has been movies as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just collect a lot of DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. And uh in my family, I had the collection. 
when my daughter was born in 08, when the, the mortgage industry right. crashed, I will never forget running from pawn shop to pawn shop with a trunk full of DVDs just to be able to buy a pack of diapers for right. my kid. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, when, when, it, when the chips are down like that, it doesn't really hurt. You know, because you're like, I have to do this. This is for my kid. Yeah. You know, for my livelihood, whatever. But it is funny when you go back and you're like, I feel like watching this movie. Don't I have that one? And you thumb through and you go, oh, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the ones I must have gotten rid of, yeah. you know. But yeah, as far as collecting goes, I, I'm honestly, I'm a newbie to toys as an right. adult. Obviously, I had the stuff as a kid, but like. You played with it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, you busted yeah, same, them out and same. played. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like. Only in the last maybe five or six years have I really become cognizant of like the really cool stuff out there by NECA, uh, Funko, and uh, you know all these all these other new companies. So I'm new to that. Uh, is there any insight into what moves and what doesn't in the the toy world, at least at your booth? The one thing it's it's funny because I've been familiar with Funko since Funko literally started, since mm-hmm. like like the week they started. In my opinion. Old Funko was a way better company than current Funko because before Pops existed, they did what was called Wacky Wobblers. Mm. And when they did the Wacky Wobblers, they did like a lot of weird stuff. I mean, they did stuff, they did cool stuff like like Rat Fink and it was like kind of like a lot of like car culture stuff. Yeah. You know, oh, like wow. greaser stuff. And, Ed um, Roth stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in my personal collection, I still have all my Wacky Wobblers and I love them. And then when Pops took off, it just and boy did it yeah yeah less and less wacky wobblers i don't even know if they even make them anymore it, it's it's weird because pops really did kind of save the collectible industry in a way i have a love-hate relationship with it where we to give you an example i love the fact that there's a john waters pop that, right. that that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing cool. that's cool it, it's just it's just so it's it's hard to say it's so just overwhelming it, it's insane it's, that you go to these conventions and it's like 90% pop. There's yeah. walls of them. Like, and, I mean, it, if you were yeah. looking for something specific, you really got to go through a sea of these things. Well, the yeah. other day we came out to see you. Right. We were walking around and he he snapped a couple pictures of some pops on one aisle. And one guy wanted like 6,000 for one and 8,000 right. for another. And I could probably getting it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, he, he will. Yeah, he will. That's, that's even something that I want to bring up with you while you're here is just the fact that uh, price tag. I mean, there's, there's things that are so ridiculous that you would think this is just going to sit here and collect us but no someone will pay that much yeah that's insane but yeah like the funko pop i think it was a spider-man there was a might have been a lebron one yeah they were over a thousand bucks but see here's what the other thing with funko the other issue i have with it is i seriously love all the stuff that i sell Mm -hmm. i tell people all the time and, and here's the thing is nothing against star wars and transformers but the irony is I have a Hasbro account. It never gets used yeah. because I'm not into Star Wars and Transformers. Right. Wow. So I just don't yeah. sell them. Right. Sure. You know, I, I, and the thing is with Funko, it's a lot of opportunists just trying to get rich. They're sure. not, they're not collectors. No. It's no. like, this is something that will, uh, that will fill my wallet and, you know, and, and just not my thing. That's it, why I'm yeah. not really into them that much. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like me, my wife is into them and she's gotten into Marvel or DC. So okay. when I see one that I know she doesn't have, I'll buy it for her right. because we've got the shelves and stuff. But me, all the Funkos I've had have been like gifts. 
Yeah. You know, and I'm like, cool. You know, I've got the big horror movie collection in my office. So I pepper them around the shelves here yeah. and there. See, but, I think like that, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not one that I search for them mm-hmm. personally. Uh, more for the wife. Like I said, I'll, I'll look around and be like, I don't think she has that one. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Would you consider, is it comparable almost to the, like the Beanie Baby craze? Well, initially <clears throat> everyone's just like, oh, this is the next Beanie Babies. But right. no, Pops has been around for, it's been, gosh, years and years. They're, they're not going anywhere. No. They're I mean, not going anywhere. And like you yeah. said, there's a John Waters one. Like there's literally a pop for damn near everything. Well, the funny thing is, in my collection, I have four Pops. Because it's my horror aside. I love horror, of course. But mm-hmm. my favorite movie in the world is Blade Runner. They made pops of the original Blade Runner characters, which there's not even action figures of them. Right. Oh, wow. So it's just like, right. this is the only thing that I have that's close to actual Blade Runner action no, figures. No yeah. kidding. So I, I, so I have that. those. Yeah. But um, but what I do like, and I've heard this you know a couple times, is uh, there's actually smaller conventions going on now that have a rule that no Funko products allowed. Oh, wow. wow. You know? Yeah, okay. yeah, because because it's just it's just getting out of control. Yeah. Sure. You know? okay. And they just, they can't afford the space. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're muscling somebody out, probably. Right. And that was one thing that I really liked about your booth was it had a, it had a pretty healthy supply of everything. But it was like your, like you said, your NECA's. Right. You had these over there. Um, did you have uh, the the Toonie Terrors that they do as well? Or yeah, what? yeah, I, I carry a few of them. Because Brad and I were talking yeah. about those the other day too, and I'm like, I'm not really sure how I feel about those. You see the same thing. See my whole thing with 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 the horror figures. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of cutesy stuff. Right. So um, some of it works. Like okay, like cutesy Elvira. That works. Sure. But it's just like cutesy Leatherface. You know? Yeah. But but it's one of those things where. Because what I will do is I will sell stuff that I necessarily am not a fan of because my customers really want it and they really want Toonie Terrors. So, of course, what it boils down to is is with horror, I'll, I'll sell pretty much everything. Sure. You right. know, but, it'll, but, it'll move. Yeah, but as far as the NECA line goes, I mean, Tootie Terrors is the, the bottom of the ladder as far sure. as, you know. Because, yeah, yeah I'm amused by them. I think, yeah. they're, I think they're, like you said, they're cutesy. Yeah. One of the ones that I did like was, like, Ghostface. He's just running with a knife up, and it just looks funny. Yeah. Uh, the nun with her arms up yeah. here. It's very Scooby-Doo. Yeah, the, the, the design know. on some of them is kind of cool. It but, is. But it's, but it's just, like, yeah. I can't see myself collecting those the way right. I do the NECA Ultimates. Right. Because right. those I've got maybe a half a dozen now. Like I said, I'm just getting started, but... Those are the ones to me where you can just really appreciate the craft in them. And oh, yeah, yeah. The sculpts they, are really good. I mean, they're so awesome. They just did, um, well, they're in the middle right now doing the Universal Monsters. Yeah. And I mean, the 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 Bell Lugosi one, I mean, the sculpt's amazing. It looks, yes. like, it looks exactly like them. You yes. Know? So, yeah, that that's a great line. I mean, I, I mean, NECA, obviously, they're, um, I, in my opinion, Trick or Treat Studios is, is coming up. I, well, that's I, what I was going to say. I yeah. think NECA's. It's always been the staple, but I think now Trick or Treat might lap them. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think they will, which is some of the figures that they have put out and are coming out with. Now, are we, ta- just like I said, I'm new to this, so, you know, this sounds naive probably, but is are we talking the same Trick or Treat that does the masks? Yes. 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 Really? Yes. They're putting out they're, they're going toy line. Head, well, they, they've been doing toys for a while, really? but they're going like head first in the, in the future. Wow. I mean, um, okay. well, the, um, the owner 
actually comes into Frankenstein's on a, on a semi-regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say what they were, but let's just say I've seen some prototypes. Yeah. And some of the stuff they have coming out is they're they're just going to, they're really going to give NECA a run for their money. Nice. And, Which and, I think is about time. Sure. Oh, yeah. No, just no, saying. no. Yeah. It's true. Well, yeah. I mean, you can only stay on the top of the anthill for well, so long. See, here's a difference. And, and, and I got to give a shout out to Super 7 as well. Super 7 and Trick or Treat really, really are ran by fans for fans. Yeah. NECA is... <laughs> Clearly. We are just a toy manufacturer and, you yep. know, they, they may have fans under their employee, but what it boils down to is we want to sell the target because we want to make a ton of, of money. Course. Sure. Of course. And Trick or Treat and Super 7, they do stuff that no way in hell would target ever. I mean, there, yeah. there's, there's, it'd be maybe obscure to you guys, but there, there was an old punk band called Discharge. If you're not into punk, you don't know who Discharge is. <laughs> Super 7 does a Discharge action. Wow. You know. That's, that's a deep, yeah. that's a deep cut. It yeah. is. Yeah. Which you would never, ever see that at Target. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're, they're great companies and the people the run are really, really nice. And, and like I said, some of the stuff that I see that, that Trick or Treat's got coming out is just, just unreal. Yeah. So when so when you started all this, what was your first move? Where you said you you were selling stuff. Where did you start selling? Was it online or was it? Well, I I literally was on eBay at launch. Wow. Like as soon as like eBay a day launched, one yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Because we were doing <laughs> wow. we at the record it. store that I worked at, we were doing a lot of um, mail order, just like with catalogs and stuff. Okay. And then basically, how I learned about eBay was I was really, really big into tracking down obscure horror movies. And at the time, the only way you could do it was through bootlegs. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. And, and I and customer at the record store just told me, he's just like, oh, well, shit, you go on eBay, you can find Cannibal Holocaust, you can find this, that, yeah. like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And, um, and I started buying, and then it was just like, oh, um, posting the sale is really easy on this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this was even before PayPal even existed. You know, they send sure. you a check. Wow. And um, so um, I just started doing like a, like duplicates in my collection I started selling. And then that turned to, I'll be honest with you, is um, some of these bootlegs I was buying is just like, I can just run off copies myself and kind of yeah. throw them up yeah. here. And, mm-hmm. and I did a little of that. And then um, it was kind of just like whatever, like I, extra band shirts. Yeah. You know, throw them up sure. there. And then... <clears throat> Because like I worked at the record store and I knew the contacts, I just started calling some record labels and saying, "Hey, yo, can you wholesale me some stuff?" And then I started selling records and CDs, and then it just kind of like expanded from there. What I actually got into for a couple years was I saw that this thing with the old video games, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, was starting to like come back around again. You know, retro gaming was taking off. Yeah. And my local swap meet had tons of that stuff, so I started buying some of that stuff and then reselling it. And yeah. um, when my when my eBay first started, when my when my shop first started, I literally sold a little of everything. Okay. But I tried to do as much horror stuff as I can. Right. When you first start, you got to sell what you can to survive. Of course. Right. As time went by, all the other stuff was slowly taken out until I was just horror. And then, you know, we, we sell the, the uh, punk rock and metal records as well. Right. And then right. now that's pretty much what we are. Yeah, so awesome. how did you find Frankenstein? In the 90s, I worked at a comic book store called Comics Plus in Victorville. I was really, really big into the card game Magic the Gathering when it first came out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of collectibles, should have kept my cards, didn't keep my cards. <laughs> wow, yeah. So, yeah, the, they, the they things, go for... The things we know now. An insane yeah. amount of money now. But the way I discovered it was all the 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 my friends I was playing with, they're just like, oh, well, you know, the, the best prices to buy this stuff is Frankensons, which I, you know, I'm like, what's Frankensons? I don't understand what that is. And they told me that basically what it is it's a comic convention that is two days a week, now three, that is ongoing. 
And basically at the time it was in this, this, this guy, Frank, he bought this trucking warehouse and he built basically stalls, like little stores in it. And, and it was, it was an ongoing convention slash swap meet for collectibles. Yeah. And, um, we originally went there to buy our magic cards and get comic books and stuff. And, and in the nineties, you know, the, the spawn figures were really yep. big. My friends would collect those. When it came time to start my own thing, I was like, eBay's great, but it's not quite enough. So I went to, I just called Frank and Sons and asked for a spot. And luckily at the time they were taking people. So I got in. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had to wait a while. Yeah. Pure luck. No, now, now <laughs> yeah. it's nearly impossible. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. insane. Frank yeah. and Sons is a whole different animal now. Yeah. 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 And I, are they trying to add more days? I wish. Uh, not that I've heard. Oh, I mean, okay. in, I thought... in a perfect world, they would add that because right now we are open Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. I would love to have Friday. Yeah. It would be great, but yeah. I, I haven't heard anything. Oh, so. It's the best. I love the place. Yeah. Like, it, it's awesome. Yeah. We went there. That was my first time being there when, yeah. I met, when I met you. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was just, it's almost overwhelming. How it's funny. The first time there. I ever walked in at, into his spot at the, at the old spot. He accused me of selling bootlegs. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. I just asked. I just, I just asked. <clears throat> I was just curious. And it was kind of like, under my breath, but he was just like, no, they're not fucking yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude. Well, because that's like the norm, though. Like when you go to a horror convention, right. just the, their bootlegs everywhere. Well, well at, at the time, that was the only way you could get a lot of that stuff. Right. But luckily, I had a bunch of used, you know, because Anchor Bay was the big thing. Yeah. You know, I, I don't even think Shout Factory was around yet. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, Anchor Bay but, oh, and real quick. Anyone out there, Google the Frank and Son collectible show. Yes. And the website will come up and you can see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We'll put links and everything okay, in great, when we do it. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. No, that's, um, <laughs> it's funny that you say that though, because yeah, I, one of the, I think the very first thing I ever bought from eBay ever was a, and I guess it's a bootleg because it's just something somebody burned. Right. But it was Tom Savini's home movies from the set of Creepshow. Oh, nice. And it's like two hours of just fly on the wall. And it's not even put <clears throat> together as no. a, like a documentary, nope. right? No credits, no opening. Right. There's no narration. Just random footage, yeah. yeah. It's literally just two straight hours of him putting hairs in the mask or making molds. There's Stephen King in a makeup chair, Ted Danson, yeah. you know. And for geeks like us, I could sit and watch oh, two yeah. hours. Oh, right, doubt, right, right, right. Love it. But it was, that was kind of my first foray into... That's what eBay sells? Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, well, ne never seen it in stores. Oh, eBay used to be the wild, wild west. <laughs> exactly. You, you could sell you could anything sell any, on yeah, eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely so, could. Yeah, you yeah, definitely it, could. It, it became a while. I started, you know, I was looking for stuff like that. And then, like you said, the the Italian cannibal stuff that we just oh, yeah. never really messed with over here. Well, that was the thing was I had my <clears> want <throat> list of stuff that, I, that I've just never found. And the new stuff as well. Like, for example... Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Japanese movie Versus. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Versus is amazing. But initially when it came out, I can't remember what label eventually picked it up. But when it came out, you it just wasn't available in America at all. Right. Wow. And, and But I found a fan-dubbed VHS on eBay. And that was one actually one of my first purchases. And, okay. Um, okay. And that's why I started doing is I just started putting in horror VHS, mm -hmm. rare, just like just random stuff would come up, and next thing I know, my want list was everything is crossed off. Yeah, and, and I seen yeah. seen everything I want to see. You Doesn't know? take long because somebody's yeah. got it. Somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. definitely. That's, yeah. that's that was always awesome to do that. Nowadays, I put in OOP. Yeah, you oh, know yeah. That, that's the yeah. code now. I just out of print. Well, back in back in the day, it was just for me. It was always Anchor Bay. OOP. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
That's those are I the mean, ones that used to command. But there were movies. There money. were movies that were absolutely lost. Um, yes. Uh, one of my purchases at a, at the we have a we have a convention in Hollywood. The um, I think it's just called the Autograph Show. The Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the Autograph it. Show. Yeah, right. One of my yeah one of my first purchases, which if you remember Raven, R.I.P. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? Oh yeah, COVID. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah. I was I was one of the last people I saw. He came to my booth and he bought some issues of Famous Monsters from me. You know, we had the masks on and everything. Yeah. And he told me, he specifically told me, he's just like, he's just like, well, I'm, you know, I'm concerned about it because, because I'm diabetic. Yeah. And, um, but so, he's just, this is one of my, my rare forays out. And then, yeah, a couple weeks later. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was, what, what, what was oh, the, this guy? What was the term? <laughs> high now, risk? There's a whole show we could do on okay, this guy. Yeah, sure. Now, now this guy, now to put into context, I'm 55. I remember when I was 18 and this guy was selling bootlegs at comic <laughs> conventions. Really? You know? But anyway, so my white whale lost film for years was this movie called Without Warning. Okay. Which, oh, which, the alien. Which, yeah, which, which yeah. Predator was loosely based on. Right. You know, about, yeah, yeah, Martin Landau and Jack Plants and the alien throws the Frisbees that eat people and they land on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the funny thing about that movie <laughs> is I saw the trailer when I was a kid. It was on TV, but it never even, there's not even a VHS of it. It never went to home video, never? except in Japan, there was a laser disc. Holy cow. And I always remembered that trailer, but I never met him in my life. I've even seen it. Yeah. And I looked for that thing forever. And finally, Raven had a copy that was a dubbed Japanese laser disc, and I bought it at the Hollywood convention. And that was the last thing crossed off of my must-see list. No kidding. And, really? now, and now Scream Factory did it. Yeah, Scream Factory. And in, in fact, I think Scream Factory did it, and now I think Olive does it now. Um, oh, wow. If not Olive, I think Kino Lorber. Kino yeah. Lorber, yeah. Okay. So I, I did see it got a new release, a new slip. And yeah, all that. readily available. Yeah. And it's yep. just, that's so funny to me, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? everything is available now, which, yes. is, which, wow. which is great, you know. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. I'm glad that things have taken the leap. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, there's, there's so many, between... You know, your Synapse, your Scream Factory, and all oh, these Oh, Severin other... and Vinegar Syndrome are the shit. They're those, those so the, cool. And it's yeah. like, they're picking up things that everyone forgot yeah. about. You know, like, I, I I even contacted Vinegar Syndrome a long time ago, and they put out the Amityville box set. And I'm like, you know, I had the Scream Factory box set of the theatricals, and then the Vinegar Syndrome one had four, right. you know, of the Escape yeah. series. Because there's a million Amityville movies. There's a million of them, <laughs> yeah. but there's like eight core films, and I'm like, I have seven now. So I contacted him and I'm like, what about Amityville Curse? Yeah. It's not even a great movie, but I'm like, I'm a completist. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I'm like, what kept you guys from popping that one in there? And they were just like, it's a Canadian movie. Oh. And I'm like, because yeah. it's never been on anything beyond VHS. So I was like, damn, this would have been the opportunity, right? And then what, a year or two after that, through a, uh, a you know, one of their third parties, it's out on Blu-ray now. And yeah. It was a very limited. I was going to say, I have a factory sealed VHS for sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, they, they put out, I think it's like 1500. It was a very limited. Run. Right. Jeez. But it was finally, I was able to complete my Amityville set. At least, yeah. Of the, yeah. at least of the original eight, you know, I think like some of the holdouts are because Martin just came out on 4k overseas, but still, he still can't get Martin in the USA. Really? Yeah, that's a whole rights thing. I don't know exactly the story, I, but the Anchor Bay DVD was the last thing done on that. And it's the same thing as Martin. And then Fright Night 2 is another one. Oh, Fright Night 2. They actually just announced something about Fright Night really? 2. Really? Because yeah. I know in Europe, there's been a Blu-ray for a while. Yeah, and that's another bootleg that I've yeah. got, actually. Fright Night 2, because uh, the Menendez brothers screwed up that whole thing. 
Really? Now, what's know. that story? That one, uh, from what I understand, and this was from the documentary, You're So Cool, Brewster. This is like the- I saw that, but I don't okay, what? Yeah. Remind me. Basically, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, who directed it, the licensing was with, somehow, with uh, the Menendez. Ah, Oh, because he, I think, wasn't he a producer? That's he right. They can't, they can't make money off it. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And when they were killed, everything got thrown into limbo. Oh. And Tommy Lee Wallace will flat out say the Menendez brothers killed <laughs> any chance of Fright Night. Because <laughs> that doesn't matter. They brutally yeah. murdered their parents. Yeah. <laughs> the real victim <laughs> but is it's Fright like, Night, too. <laughs> but that's what it was. It was, it was such collateral damage. So the, the, the movie, the I want to say the murders happened right around the time the movie was in to go to theaters okay the murders actually killed its release it got shelved and there is a dvd of it there is yeah, there yeah, was yeah. briefly from artisan and it th- sucks it's it terrible suck. it does suck yeah and that's why i didn't buy it for so long i didn't care that it was out of print because i had the vhs right you're essentially buying the vhs again it's right. upscaled a little bit but it's still full screen right it looks like shit and it's bare was, bones. Yeah, yeah, it's bare bones. And uh, I did hear somewhere, in fact, I think I can pull it up here, but somebody got a hold of something and worked it out. And um, I hope so, because I, I love that movie. Me and too. I'll, and I'll go on record right now. The first Friday Night's better than Lost Boys. Fright, I, Fright, I agree. Friday Night is my favorite event. <laughs> I actually yeah. agree. And, and you know what? I'm biased. And I love Lost Boys. Me too. Yeah. I love Lost Boys too, but I, I'm a little biased, I think, because I think Fright Night was the first, I'll say, quote unquote, real vampire movie I saw. And it scared me. Okay. Because I grew up on Dracula. Right. I watched Christopher Lee. That was cool. But Dracula was Dracula and just vampires running around your neighborhood. It could be your best friend. Yeah. That was a scarier thought than Dracula coming after me. And Fright Night was probably the first one I saw where I was like, vampires are no joke. You know, the contact lenses and stuff. Well, see. Absolutely when, love it. When I was a kid, I I loved the movie The Fearless Vampire Killers. Yeah. Which was, that's all Fright Night is, basically. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. That, that's why it's a, a modern telling of it. But also, it's just great. I mean, Peter Vincent rules. And oh, yeah. He was, and we yeah. will discuss awesome. the remake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Apparently, the company is called Cinemuseum. And they're putting out Fright Night, the collection. It says, Fright Night 2 will be available on Blu-ray from a master HD. Unfortunately, our searches for materials for a 4K rescan were unsuccessful. And this master is the best currently available. However, a digital restoration was possible with the improvement of an Italian audio track. And it will be an exclusive metal box created for Fright Night 2. Uh, Fright Night 1 will also be available in 4K and contain the first part of the documentary, You're So Cool, Bruce. Which that is available. I have that for sale. Yes. So uh, they said 50 copies are going to be signed by Tom Holland and available as a deluxe edition. And um, Spider-Man? What's the date on that? Yeah, that, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> oh, Spidey old webhead? <laughs> uh, apparently, it says the uh, it's a very small staff that works for Cinema Museum, but they're aiming for May 2024. So both wow, movies. So still a ways away, though. It's yeah, still a yeah, ways yeah. away. That's good, though. Um, yeah. But yeah. They, they showed artwork. The poster that's coming for both look fucking amazing. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's really awesome. But yeah, Fright Night 2. Fright Night 2 was a holy grail. I mean, it was, yeah. it just disappeared, you know. Um, I'm glad to see it getting some love, you know. Yeah. Family. Yeah. I mean, I, I I saw it in the theater when it came out. And, and I do. I love it. Of course, you know, the first one's, the first one's better. I, it, I, it's, it's, it's a shame that Amanda Beers didn't come back for it. But yeah, that, that DVD is, I mean, it's, it's passable, but especially when you watch it like on a, big screen 4k tv now yeah. and it's, it just, and it's it looks, just a square it you know cool. yeah. yeah yeah it's not yeah. fun and i want to say the blu-ray that i got i did get like a it was a bootleg but it was a uh it was a widescreen one 
Might have been the first time I'd ever seen that movie widescreen. They probably just ripped the German one. Probably. Because there is a German yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was it was great because it's just, the especially the Fright Night movies, they really make use of the 2.35, you know, and there's stuff on the edges that... Right. It's it's just great. And I, like the first time... Fright Night might have been one of the first movies I watched in widescreen back in the Laserdisc days. Okay. Right. And I was used to my tape. So I was seeing stuff... You never the, saw. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's what sold me on widescreen back when that whole debate was going on. You know, everyone's complaining about the bars and I'm sitting here like, no, you don't understand. You're seeing yeah, so much yeah, more. Yeah. Just for a nerd like me, such a thrill to see Fright Night 2 in widescreen. Right? Yeah. It was just cool. And if, yeah, like you said, if you saw it in theaters, that you were one of the last ones to actually see it the way it was meant to be seen. Right. So you were just talking about the debate on widescreen and all that stuff. Cause that was still new in collecting that whole, cause it was yes. on VHS right, and right, then right. going to the DVD. So what do you guys think about this resurge of VHS collecting? Well, hmm. especially as you as a, as a seller. Sure. Do you have more people coming in asking for more oh, VHS? It, it, it exploded, but see, here's the thing. I saw it coming from a mile away really? because I actually started selling them way before it took off because my brain told me now remember i told you i was doing the old video games yes my brain told me well logic says that if old video games are popular and records are popular and audio cassettes are next in line would be vhs and laserdisc right and that's exactly what happened and i was really excited about it because you know we all grew up with video stores for sure and i absolutely loved them and i miss them and vhs has the original box art and yes. it looks awesome you just couldn't beat that and i mm -hmm. and i and i'm and i'm so glad and there's still a lot of stuff only available on vhs right the oh, way you can yes. see it. there's tons yeah. of it but what i'm not <laughs> into is and the same shit ruined the retro gaming is this whole crap with grading <laughs> and we're selling our sealed copy of Goonies for $20,000 wow. and all this other yeah. bullshit. I know a guy that paid $1,500 for a sealed Star Wars tape. It's just like, <sighs> I, I get it. Yo, of course, Star Wars collectors are rabid, but yeah, are. It's yeah. like, there, there's way better Star Wars collectibles you could spend $1,500 I'm trying on. to figure out what would even make me want to spend $1,500 on something You'd like that. Absolutely have, nothing. You'd yeah, I, I can't some, think of anything. All, no. all, it comes down to fuck you money. Yeah, but You're even like, then, I, it's also like common sense. Like, why 20, would I... 20000 for the Goonies. Yeah, could <laughs> right. you... Like, even if you had the money, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, that's and, insane. And, and, and once again, and, and this was offered to me, once again, I had the tattoos approve it. My favorite thing in the world is Blade Runner. Right. I'm a gigantic Blade Runner fan. I was offered a sealed first press of Blade Runner for $100. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not spending $100 on a videotape. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and, and, I know, and if I did, I would take the seal off so I could watch right, it. So you're going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, me That's neither. why I don't know. Are these guys, like the pop guys, are they real fans and collectors of yours? Are they just trying oh, to no, get no. It, money? It, it's, it's their stock market. You yeah. Know? It it's is. It's just the money. There yeah. are a few people I've seen on YouTube, you know, they, I, I'll name drop uh, K&J Horror. Okay. His channel. This guy, he's, he lives in a double wide, probably two or three bedrooms, and they're packed floor to ceiling neatly with just horror VHS. Yeah. It's mostly all he collects. And he's got them in like protective plastic slip cases. Okay. So it looks like an old video store. Right. And this guy, it would be one thing if he was doing it for the gimmick or for the, you know, just for the money. Well, well I, real quick, I was going to say, I <clears throat> like when these people do like, they're fans of the movies, but they make, you know, the video stores in their basements. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. What's his yeah. name? Um, is it James Rolfe? James the, Rolfe. Yeah, yeah. Like, his, it's great. Yeah. Yes. Like, but, that, but he watches his tapes. You can right. tell he's yeah. a fan. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he really watches them, yeah. That's what this guy does, too. Yeah. He's it, one of the 
two or three rooms. No, if you watch him, great. Yeah, he's, if he's you're got, watching. He's got the yeah. TV. He's got a chair in front of it, two end tables for popcorn soda. And then he's literally got a book where he highlights what he's watched and what he's bought. And right. Like right. he's about it, you know. Right. And I found myself getting lost in the rabbit hole on that guy's channel for hours but oh, yeah, yeah i mean but if but if he's actually using it and watching he is. it oh, yes. that, that yes. makes sense versus someone who just who wants it sealed graded yeah, just waiting for that rainy day because well here's the thing because you could make the same argument to me about the fact that i collect records well right. why would you do that it's all on spotify or whatever right. it's like just it's damn. like well yeah it's nice having the physical thing and i yeah. like looking at the sleeve and all but the thing was not one single record in my collection, I don't care how rare it is, is sealed. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm there, gonna, there, there's I'm gonna spin um, that bitch. There's there's a Canadian punk band. They were actually the band playing the nightclub in class of 1984. Oh, okay. And they're called Teenage Hit. Okay. And their first album is amazing. And, you know, the very, like Canada's The Ramones. Very, yeah. very, very good. Mm -hmm. But when I found my copy, which was the first press from the 70s, it was sealed. And I opened it. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I don't care. It's what, you know, 50, 60 bucks. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to listen to you it. It's my body. You you know? Yeah. Because that's the thing is, is in my shop and on, on my Instagram sales and everything, I sell VHS rare ones for a pretty penny. Right. And yeah. people will buy it. But the thing is, I understand why I'm trying to think of just like a super obscure title, like me cleaver massacre or something. I, sure. I, I understand why it's worth that much money because it's impossible to find. Right. Right. But the yes. Goonies is fucking everywhere. That's yeah. You yeah. Can, yeah. You that's can trip insane. over the Goonies. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. No, right. that's right. insane. But yeah, stuff like, you know, Microwave Massacre. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not going to find that to swap me. No, Especially, definitely. you know, like the, uh, big box horror the, stuff. I was going to say, yeah. I, the, I spit on your grave, big box. Right. Yeah. Right. Silent night, deadly night. Those you could tell just by looking at them. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Thing, yeah. This is one of the OG ones. How do you feel about it? Like being of that ill, of going into video stores mm -hmm. and buying this stuff versus these guys that weren't even alive that are like it's it's strange it is strange i don't want to see i don't want to say i don't want to name names but that stuff like that always <laughs> it always freaks me out like there is this record store slash record label yeah that is currently <laughs> existing not the one i used to work for right <laughs> and but the owner is like his early 20s basically when I was asking him what his store was about and he's just like, oh, we're trying to be like Rhino Records was in the 80s. And I'm just like, well, but you weren't even alive then yeah. and I was and Rhino Records wasn't that cool in the 80s. Yeah. And, and I was like, I, but but it, it, it's it's strange, but um, I mean, hey, there's, 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 I remember in the 90s when people my age were, were really big into swing music and all about the 40s and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it, you know, I, I completely understand and, um, and hey, as long, as long as you're keeping horror shit alive, great. Yeah. Great. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. a plus but for do it. But do it because you like it and not because it's like, oh, I'm going to retire off this. Don't, moment. don't, yeah, yeah don't use it financially yeah. Sure. yeah if you sure. can if you actually genuinely love it and you're watching it i'm cool with that yeah, yeah. but if you're just grading it just to make money off of it it's kind of shitty well right. it, it takes you out and i see that a lot and the thing is when i do see someone like k and j horror on youtube his passion for it got me excited for it yeah right and it was like literally two hours watching his channel almost had me wanting to go out and buy vhs yeah. do but you it, have how many do you have you think um Currently, maybe a dozen. And that's ones I've kept since I was a kid. See, but okay, that you know, I get. Because right. there's certain, like I have like Creep Show's my favorite horror movie. I've, I've mentioned it. Overrated, museum. but yeah, no. But I've got three different VHS copies of Creep Show 
two or three of Creepshow 2. And That's great because you love Creepshow. Yeah. Exactly. And it makes and sense. Are like, they sealed? No. You're right. No. But then again, they, they were, they weren't sealed when I bought them. But, but you watched them. But now. I wanted it and I watched it. Yeah. To be honest, I have one of my favorite things in my little creep show shrine. I, I put it in one of those, the old black pop cases you used to get for rentals, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a Kodak tape that I taped creep show one and two off of regular television in the <laughs> oh, nice. early nineties. So yeah, I have creep show VHS, laser disc, Blu-ray, DVD, Shelved against all of them is this blank black case. That's where it started. That's cool. And so yeah. to me, the nostalgia of that is it's encompassed by every iteration sense. Right. That's how I look at that. And I, I feel like people like K&J Horror, that's part of what makes them passionate. Is oh, yeah. This is my conduit to a better time. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, maybe as a kid. And you could you can tell when someone's genuine about it versus, like you said, someone who's just like, look what I got. Yeah. Auction starts now. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, fuck you. you yeah, know? that bothers me. It does. Yeah, that and bothers it's, me. It's kind of weird. It's, it's callous, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So yeah. the collector in me, it's sad to see. So you being such a huge creep show fan, it's really got to burn your ass that he has the fluffy crate and he can give a rat's ass about it. <laughs> oh, I love the fluffy crate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is I sent him pictures. We got to put a picture on your website. From yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. For yeah. Sure. I sent him pictures of every level. From you did. from the yeah. lumber in the garage yep. to, to like the staining. Yeah, you know, everything. I, you, I watched this thing get put together step by step, and yeah. it was so fucking cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was and I was like, I have nowhere to put this fucking thing. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it now. Well, that was what was funny. I go, <laughs> I, I, he, it was here during a couple of visits. I come again, and I'm like, where's the crate? He goes, ah, oh, mine yeah. now. I gave it to, uh, <laughs> gave it to Mike Kruger, and I go, yes. what the fuck is that? <laughs> we need to have a talk. And then of course, you know. Just, just to bust my balls when we were when we were at Frankie's, right. he's just kind of like, hey, hey, look there up it there. is. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, we must be at Kruger's booth. Yeah, oh, I was like, damn it, love looks, the fluffy, looks yeah. so good. No, it's awesome. There. That's, That's cool. Great. Yep, That's it awesome. really. I mean, t- honestly, joking aside, you did a. Oh yeah, it's it's yep, yeah, yeah, things about screen perfect just about yeah, yeah, Yeah. it is because I've I've seen a couple in the past like at shows and stuff and they're just they're not right. 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 They're not right, right, right at all. They're not right at all. I want to say your buddy John Harrison has one of them. Oh, really? Oh, my buddy John Harrison yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> He's your buddy John now. Uh, I'm that almost, thorn in your side. It, yeah. it just hurts me. I just want to talk to the guy. Um, I want to say he's got the one. That, I think he said it's the one that uh, Hallbrook tosses into the drink. Oh, okay. You know, okay. he says that's the one he has, whereas I think the bloodied one went to like Nicotero. I think gotcha. it, I think it was Savini's and Nicotero has it now, but it's cool that there's a couple of those genuine crates floating around, you know. Now, yeah. being that you're a big Creep Show fan, yes. is is tell me if the story's true because I always heard it. Mm-hmm. I always heard that Tales of the Dark Side of the movie is actually Creep Show three. Popular opinion, yes. Yeah, but but they, of course they changed the name because the TV show was popular at the time. The, the TV show was popular, but the rumor is also that they wanted to parlay Creep Show into a television series. Warner had gotten cold feet. The Rubenstein studio, Laurel, was like, why don't we call it something else then? So technically, Tales from the Dark Side, the series, is Creepshow the series. Okay. And then when they went to make a Creepshow 3, same thing. The rumor is, why don't you call it something else? And they're just like, well, we'll just make it the Dark Side movie. And because the thing is, if you really watch the Dark Side movie, A, 
one of the stories was meant to be in Creepshow anyway, uh, The Cat from Hell. Right. Yeah, that's the Stephen King one. Yep. Yeah. And um, two, the, the little, the Joey Lawrence right. brother, you know, he's he's literally playing Billy from the first right. two. Right, right. What's funny is, and this nobody's mentioned this, this, is just an observation I made. It's the Tales from the Crypt has like the three hosts. You got your Crypt, Vault, and right. was it the, the old witch? Which mm-hmm. Deborah Harry, yeah. Yes, and Deborah Harry was the witch. You had Creepshow 2, he looked more like the vault keeper. Right. And then you had the skeletal one, you know. That's a good point, yeah, I never thought of that. And it yeah. was just, it was one of those deals where even though Savini, Harrison, and I believe Romero all agree that this is our de facto Creepshow 3, you could just tell by watching it. Yeah. You know, you put it yeah. in your head that way and it's like, this is Creepshow. Well, and it's it's just as good as Creepshow 1 and 2. Yeah. Oh, and it's a f- the, the, fun the, movie. The actual Creepshow 3 is the worst thing ever made. It so, yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's the bane of my existence. Yeah. Yeah. I hurts. have a great story after the pod. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. just happened. Uh, Mike, yes. I, I know yes. the story. Yes. Yeah. You know what's coming. Do you yeah. have any idea what kind of ambushes he laid on me at Frankie's? You know, it's just <laughs> it was such a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. It drove me nuts. It was a good time. No, I, I yeah, I love going to that place. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. He's been here so many times. And we've talked about going, but we've just never made it's, it. And it's then, come up a bunch. But well, this yeah. is the first time you've actually been here this long. True. Right. Yeah. This, right. Yeah. this, right. this was a before it was like a weekend. Yeah, you know, you know. We, I'd come and hang. You'd show me some sites and stuff. But yeah, th- but this, it was like this was a work into. week. No, did you definitely. um? Did you find anything there? Did you pick anything up? Me? No, I was good. Yeah, I felt bad, but and to be honest, I walked around with a few of your things for a minute, and I'm like, you know what? I'll come back. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I thought you were great. I thought you were awesome. And what's funny is, as we sit here, I'm literally like, I'm going to be pulling the trigger on a couple of these things here. I'm on his website right now. Okay. So, Give him the website. The website that's is... Videoshock.net. Videoshock.net. No. Um, and that's what I, literally what I'm goofing around with here. I, I love how you got it set up, and your prices are fucking awesome, too. So... Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk afterwards. Please. We'll yeah. yeah. So, sure. what is a holy grail you're still looking for? On, on myself? Uh, yes, on any level, something that like you've never had that you've always wanted. For myself or to sell? For yourself. Yeah. Or huh. do you have a holy grail? Do you grail have one or that you're like I yeah, will never I already have this. this. I'm not going to get rid of it. Um Yeah, I have a couple things. The thing is I haven't really been big into action figures in a long time, mm-hmm. but what I love is action figures of, there shouldn't be an action figure of that. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and my prized possessions in my collection, other than my vampire autographs signed to me, Amazing. Are, um, is I have four Monstars 12-inch action figures. I have, I was a teenage werewolf. Mm. I was a teenage Frankenstein. The girl from Blood of Dracula, and then the monster from Horror of Party Beach. And oh, wow. But I'm missing Blackula. And oh. the, on the on the rare occasions it pops up, it costs a fortune. I also need the hideous sun demon, but he's a little more affordable. I'll get around to it. Yeah. But the Blackula is really, really hard to find. And mm. just the fact that a Blackula exists. Yeah. Because yeah. Teenage Frankenstein took me fucking years. And I think I finally got it for 200, which was a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, uh, the funny thing is, you know, I, 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 I love so, so much type of horror. You know, it's just like, of course, the 80s stuff, current stuff and all. Right. But my favorite thing in the world is um, in the 50s, AIP, American International Pictures. Okay. And, and 
they were one of the first ones to figure out that it's teenagers coming to see these movies. So they started making their movies horror movies for teenagers mm -hmm. instead of old gothic castles and all that like right. Frankenstein. It's just like, you know, like, you know, the fucking the sock hop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and then, and then of course, you know, their movies, you know, eyes of teenage werewolf or, or blood of Dracula. What I love is it's the most teenage thing in the world. It's just like, you know, these movies in, in the middle of the movie, they'll be at a party and it's just like, Hey, Johnny brought his guitar and they break into like a rock and roll <laughs> number. So yeah. And, and yeah. it's just like, it's like the perfect <clears throat> combination of it's like, cause I'm a big rock and roll guy and I'm a big right. monster guy. And it's like the perfect combination of both. Yeah. So, so these, these, you know, these teens are going to save the day, you know? And then, and then of course, horror party beach, you got, you know, the, the song, the zombie stomp. And, you know, it's just like, you know, you know, the teenagers saving the day and all that shit. And, yeah. and I just, I love those movies. And, um, which by the way, there you go. I was a teenage werewolf, never going to be available on DVD or Blu-ray ever. That's a whole thing oh, with that. Yeah. Um, no kidding. But, um, along mm. with other movies too, like it conquered the world and other shit on AIP. But, um, those figures, just the fact that, that a, a blood of Dracula figure exists. Yeah. yeah. Is it's yeah. like, and, and, and I love them. They're up on my shelf. And then, you know, I, I, I just, I, I love those things. What they, year were those? Oh gosh, I want to say probably early two thousands. They were they were wow. about the time that the sideshow twelve inch monster okay. figures were coming okay. out. Okay, all right. Um, but those are those those are like my prized possessions and my yeah. collections. Um, as far as my movies go, two that I love the most is both both are now out of print. Is Hardware, uh, mm. the movie with Dylan McDermott, the yes. sci fi horror movie. Yep. Um, and then I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Most people have not. It's actually a cartoon called Rock and Rule. Hell yes. Yeah. Um, Deborah Harry on the soundtrack, yes. Lou Reed. Uh, once again, out of print. Um, but it's just like, that. that's a movie that I have a, that, that I could do a whole podcast on my connection to that movie. Really? And a lot of people have not, have never even heard of it. Yeah, that's crazy. But, but the, yeah. blue, the Blu-ray is long gone. Like, like, wow. like long out of print. Um, oh, man. What is the company that did it? It is the company that Un did. Unearthed Films. Yes, Unearthed, correct. The 25th yes. anniversary. It came out in yep. 2010. Yep. And I, and I, and I love it. And yeah. it was streaming on Amazon for a bit. I don't even think it's on Amazon even more. Anymore. Right. I was only introduced to it because I was a huge, even though it's not like the same, but I was a huge Bakshi fan. Yeah. Like yeah. anything Ralph Bakshi would do, like I was all about it. Then I just started looking for other cartoons. Like, you know, I found heavy metal and sure. all this. And then rock and roll was out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is yeah, fucking, yeah. this no, is the best. Yeah. No, no. Vana was a studio that did it, but I saw it one night on Showtime staying the night at the friend's house. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive, massive Blondie fan. And um, of course, Deborah Harry does songs on this, only available on this. The Lou Reed tracks are great, Cheap Trick. And I just, it's an adult cartoon, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. But um, but it's just like, I, I just love it. And uh, another thing is just like, it should not exist on Blu-ray. The Most of the masters were, uh, they were destroyed in a fire, I believe. Yeah, that's, but, yeah. Um, no kidding. But but great movie. But, but for my my my. DVDs on my Blu-rays, those those are those are my girls. So it's like, yeah, I, I love them. that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have your eye on something out there that you like? I'd like to get a hold of that. I don't have it, or I got rid of it. Oh man, many many records. But, but the fact the of the records. matter is, I like like kind of I mentioned earlier, I can't see myself spending a thousand dollars on a record. I, I right. just, I'm happy with represses. No. Yeah. But um, but ultimately, and once again, not horror, but but I mean, an original Blade Runner one sheet. Yeah, but it's just there. That would just be cool. Up and up and up the value. Really? Going. Yes. Yeah. 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 What are they going for? About? I mean, hundreds. Not really? like yeah, not not too ridiculous. But the but the problem is finding one that's that's really clean. I, yeah. I want a rolled oh, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I don't want, I don't want a full yeah. one. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there's there's other things too. Um, so you must have the the suitcase. 
Oh yeah, DVD set. That is amazing. Yeah, the Blu-ray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I own so many versions of the movie. I bought that years ago and thought that was just the coolest box set. I literally watched the sleeve. Oh, the, like the evolution yeah, of it. Like yeah. I've wa- yeah, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, got it. Got unicorn there. Got Pris there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then when, once I start on my my left leg, it's going to be from a twenty forty nine. So yeah. <laughs> I still got to see that one. Oh, it's great. Uh, but let Is me it? tell you, um, the most scared I've ever been in my life was sitting in a theater waiting for that movie to start. I was like, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> and now there's going to be a TV show and don't fuck it up. Oh, they did wow. fuck it up. Yeah. I did see the announcement. <laughs> you know, I think TV now versus maybe 10, 20 years ago, I don't, I think they're going to be okay. It's, I think they'll do do it justice. Well, they, they do things very cinematically. Yes. Yes. TV's True. Like, TV's become Wait. like the cool thing. True. But let me tell you. So- <laughs> In addition to horror and Blade Runner, mm-hmm. massive, massive, massive Lord of the Rings fan. Right. And that TV show was absolute trash. Really? Absolute trash. I've not seen I it. I haven't seen it. They just, um, oh, this is like, is, his is, fans were going to shit all over you. Is, <laughs> yeah. is Jackson even involved? No, or? no, no. They 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 no. screwed the there history so hard on it. Um, well, it's, I, that, once again, that's a whole other podcast. But <laughs> sure. let's, just say, let's just say, yeah, they, 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 they completely fucked it up. So, wow. so but, but we'll see because the rumor I heard is Ridley Scott is actually involved a little with the TV okay. show. Okay. All right. So, so, so see, that's faith. There's yeah. some faith yeah. there then. Yeah. 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 Because 2049, I literally, I like it just as much as the first one. That's no kidding. Yeah. 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 I I mean, they, they, they knocked that out. For it to fill those shoes. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing is, is. It, for years, it was fun to have the debate of is Deckard a replicant or not, and yeah, now okay, obviously yeah. he is not. You right. know, um, but no, they did a very, very good, job, very good job with it. Yeah, I love so it. you saw it in the theater, obviously. Oh yeah, I saw okay. it at the at the Cinerama Dome, uh, RIP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what was it that grabbed you? Like you were instant fan. Like this is my movie. Like, oh yeah. What well, was right, it? right, right away, it just it just felt like the first one. You know. Yeah. Um, that's I, rad. I just like the way the story was told. It, it was just, I, I like the fact that you know the main character is a replicant this time, right? And the whole thing with Joy, you know, his his AI girlfriend, and it's just like all the the villains are great. The only bummer is Nander Wallace, the villain, what that part was written for David Bowie. Oh, and he really? Died, wow. so they cast Nutjob as a, you know, okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> and with which which is fine. He did a fine job, and the thing is, he's bare. Honestly, he's barely in it, anyways. Right. But uh, but they just they they did everything right. It's it's a very good continuation of the wow. original, and the, and the way they did everything with Deckard and all it, it, it was it was great. Yeah, because I, mean, I, like yes. I do like them both. Yeah, I do like them both. I was gonna yeah. say that's that's huge for such a gap in between. Yeah, yeah. to be able to say that because that you like them equally. Oh yeah, like yeah, on that equal, level. Yeah, yeah. and just, I can watch them back to back. Batista's character, even though he's barely in it, great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just. It's so well done. It's a really, really good continuation. Of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I need to revisit the series. I, How long I, has it been since you've... Oh, gosh. Years. It's been a while, Since huh? watching the first Blade Runner. And I, I don't want to jump into 2049. So you haven't seen... I've not seen that one at all. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. I, I think I'm going to go back and watch the first one and pair them up. Have myself a double feature. Yeah. So have you seen the new indie? I have not. Now let me tell you something, Brad. Okay. I've seen... <laughs> The first two once, and that's it. And I've never seen another indie movie ever. What? Now, here's the thing. I don't dislike them. Yeah. But when I saw the first Raiders of the Lost Ark opening weekend, I said, that's fine. And then that was that was the end of it. And I saw Temple of the Doom, and I'm just like, I like Short Round. And that was that. Wow. And um, and that's that. Now, what, did you guys see it? And did you like we it? We did. We did. I like it. Because I heard the last one wasn't good. 
nobody likes the last one, but Crystal I, Skull, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I personally, I've. You know, it was it was a it was a good th- um it was a good fun farewell. It was. It okay, was. I've heard that. And we had mm-hmm. I say something real quick about yes. Indiana Jones. Yes. Now this is I'm stealing <laughs> this from from Paul F. Tompkins, the comedian who I love. Okay. <laughs> they were discussing this on I think it was Freedom Podcast. I can't remember, but okay. Paul F. Tompkins is like, now think about this. You're Indiana Jones. You have seen unrefutable proof that God exists. <laughs> Your head would fucking explode. Yeah. Your life would be changed. <laughs> think about that. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, that, that's pretty amazing to yeah. think about. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. Mm-hmm. It definitely I is. I mean, the cup of Christ saved yeah. his father. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always joke about the last crusade when the, you know, when the, the temple's crumbling. Yeah. You see the, the knight who's been there for thousands of years. He's just kind of sounds insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He he puts an arm up to wave and I'm just kind of like, thanks for stopping by and fucking everything up, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) I've had this under lock and key for centuries, but you know, you're here five minutes. No big deal. That's so, it's so funny because I literally had the same (laughs) talk with him on an episode about Back to the Future where I was like, eh, I've seen it once. I'm like, eh. He literally watched my heart shrink and wither. I'm like, it's cool. I saw the first one probably five or six times. I really, really liked it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember three at all, but I remember liking it. And two was okay, but but no, when the first one, I saw the first one opening night in the theater. I've seen a lot of show opening night. Yeah. When I saw the first one opening night in the theater, I was really impressed. Right. I, I loved it. Right. And, um, but, but, um, <laughs> I'm a sucker for time travel shit. I oh, really no, am. no, it's, it's, it's great, but if, it's, it's, if they can get the yeah. continuity right, it's just yeah. going in the circle of yeah. everyone hating each other's <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's mostly mine. It is mostly God damn yours. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not that big of an indie fan. I like the first one. It's fine. It is. I need to watch it It was again. cool. Yeah. I went because I really wanted to see this de-aging thing they were talking about. Which I thought was amazing. And they did a good job on it. That's this why one. I heard. They did. Yeah, They're they did a good job. Yeah, the story's really good. Some of the cameos were cool. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, it was a nice, fond farewell to indie. Right. And it was so. cool. But I'm like, do they need to do another one? No. Right, <laughs> like, right, no. right. Like, they could have done the first one and then this one. No, <laughs> well, see, here's here's why I catch a lot of shit for, though. <laughs> is I, I, I am an 80s kid. Right. So 5195podcast right. at gmail.com. Please send all hate mail, all indie hate mail to Brad Bruce. Repeat, Brad Bruce in the subject heading. Thank you. But I am the 80s kid that I didn't like the Goonies. I didn't like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know, it's yeah. just like, I, I, I saw these as like, eh, you yeah. know, but, um, but you know, the other John Hughes stuff I freaking love, right. you know, um, and, 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 you know, Hey, the, the, un, the unsung hero, some kind of wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, um, uh, beats the shit out of pretty and pink. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but, definitely. um, but it's like the same thing is it's like, it's just like my friends I grew up with, um, is I will go the sand lot and it's like, no. Not oh, at all. I love yeah. this. And no. we're just going to edit out this entire yeah. last <laughs> I hate just everything you like. Just, <laughs> I hate everything you like. What else you do you like, like Jason? <laughs> Tell me something so I can shit on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah I, I'll, I'll lowball you one. Hey, I, uh, I, heard, I, I like Creep Show 3. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, gonna, I can't say it right I'm now. Try, I'm trying really hard to. It. I'm just throwing something I don't like out there so that it'll feel good again. Yeah. We hate everything. Yeah. That you like. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Which is, which is completely fine with me. Yeah. Completely I, as fine. it should be. Yeah. <laughs> as it should but be. Are you going to see the new indie movie? Yeah, probably. 
Maybe. And, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I'll I, wait I, for it on VHS. I, 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 I do want to go back and rewatch the first one because, like I said, it was fine. But I mean, obviously, it's a situation where I need to know Crystal Skull and for, yeah, and yeah. you haven't seen those, you which seen, uh, none of the movies. I don't I want mean, to. <laughs> granted, so the short answer no. <laughs> which is funny because it has Harrison Ford in it. Yeah. And you would think he'd want to. Yeah, he'd want to see. That's my guy. It. That's yeah. That's, yeah, what I, but, yeah, yeah. that's why I think he'd want to see it. It's like one of his most iconic characters, if not, you know. And it's the one Blade he Runner? likes. Yeah. No, Indy. <laughs> I'll probably get off my ass and binge him because I mean, I was a holdout for John Wick, and then when I finally sat and so watched one, yeah. I was like, I got to keep going, and, yeah. I, and I love him. Yeah. So was so, I. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, I was like, oh, good, a Maxim magazine ad. For two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he he wears the best suits, has the best cognac. Yeah. You know, I was just like, fuck John Wick. And then I watched it and was like, well, fuck me, I guess. Oh, yeah. Pretty, they're, 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 they're American John Woo movies. Yes. They're, they are. they're good. Absolutely. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. yeah. They really yeah. are. Yep. Yeah. I'll probably give Indy another chance. It was good. It really was good. It's what you would expect from an indie movie. You, they yeah. didn't. They didn't reinvent the wheel. No, you've got your McGuffin, but they definitely and then you chase it. They definitely made up for Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah, but again, I'm I'm an apologist for that movie. There's things I don't like about it. It's one of the least. For me, it's what everyone else. It was just the CGI. Fun. When I went and seen it, I was like, what the fuck were yeah. they you're, thinking? You're like, the, this is the same group of people that gave us the Jurassic Parks? And <laughs> yeah, it's like, they literally why phoned did it you, What happened here? You know, They gave the CGI job to the film school students. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that you guys can take it. And them. they went on to erase mustaches in Justice League and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. you know? Or try to. Try to, exactly. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I had fun with it. I thought, to me, the movies are five for five. Some are better than others. Five I, for five? I, I, I like them all, man. I really do. It's the same way with Back to well, the this Future. This is the guy who likes Back to the Future. Yeah. God. <laughs> hey, say all you want. I know for a fact, at least on these two, I am not on an island. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I am all for going against the grain. Wait till you see his head explode when I say The Shining is fucking boring. I fucking hate Kubrick. What the fuck? I don't... <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. No, I, I, I love The Shining. I, I love, you know... Why am I not placing the director of The Shining right now? Kubrick. Yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the movie. The, t- the TV series, even though I know it was... A- Closer to the book, I didn't right. like. But oh man, I love Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, I love. Yeah, me too. Amazing. Mike too. Flanagan's the man. Yeah, that's no, yes. that's yeah. Me too. Flanagan, yep. he can yep. do yeah. no wrong so yes. far in my book. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. Doc Doctor Sleep was was amazing, and that's the thing is now. Have you guys read The Dark Tower? No, no. Okay, because The Dark Tower is Stephen King's Lord of the Rings. Yes, it, everything's a big connected universe. Doctor Sleep ties a little bit into that. The uh, the the true knot, the psychic vampires in it. They're represented in in the Dark Tower. Wow, really? And, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, a lot oh, yeah. Of books, the, though, the, right? the Dark Tower. They mentioned Pennywise. You know, they, they yeah, mentioned I Harry, knew you know. that. How many of those are there? Was there's it... there's seven books, I believe. Yeah, uh, the, the main story, and that, and that's once again they're trying to make that into a series. They want Mike Flanagan to do it. Well, it'd be is in he, good is hands. He, on board? he may even be on board at this point. I want to say he agreed. Um, yeah, but they did that movie with Idris Elba. A yes. couple years ago, yeah, just that that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. I, di- I yeah. didn't bother. You can't take seven Stephen King books and condense them into a, a yeah. ninety-minute movie. Yeah. Those are hefty books. They right? are. Yeah, each they one, are. Each yeah. One the, 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 the story is incredible. It really is his Lord of the Rings. It's 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 unbelievable. Yeah. The story's great. I, I think I collected them up through four. Yeah, and uh, I've not read a one. 
Yeah. But I, you but have I was, them, but you haven't read them. Yeah. In fact, I, I went through a phase in high school where I was just collecting King. Yeah. Just to have them yeah. on deck, and then I was going to read through them, and life happens, you know. But I did. I mean, I, I still know you're just saying The Shining sucks just because you have nothing else to pull from. Because everything I love, you love too, so. For the most part. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why do you hate? Why do you hate? You know, you know what? It was I just when I saw Back to the Future, I was like, okay, this is cool. Do I need to see it again? No, <laughs> I just don't need to see it again. I haven't watched it in years. I wonder if it would hold up for me because, like I said, I don't dislike it. It's just one of those scenes. Like, yeah. <laughs> see, that was that was the one. Like, while everyone else was running around playing Star Wars and watching that, I was yeah. like, no, Indiana Jones and Back. You're to the playing future. Marty McFly. Yep. <laughs> and Indy. I was like, I don't give a fuck what happened in the universe far, far away or yeah. whatever. He had a he had a, an orange vest and a fedora. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a Rambo big wheel. If you well, let me tell you what, though. <laughs> My favorite weirdo, Crispin Glover, is in it. So, he is. Yeah, he gets bonuses for that. Because I'm is. That's I'm true. Like, and he loves me some Crispin Glover. He yeah. actually plays true. someone semi-normal. He's a nerd. Yeah. But he's not a Crispin Glover nerd. It's, yeah. he's, I, he really. I love it. Crispin Glover. He sued them over part two. <laughs> yes. got that money and then made his movie with the all Down syndrome cast. I just yes. told you about I that. I still haven't me. seen. Me neither. That I. That, yeah, the same. Like, because it's it's like a um, it's like a Shakespeare movie. Okay. It's like an entire Shakespeare movie with a Down syndrome cast. Right. It's he only shows it every once in a while in theater. And it's like random. Like he'll just put it out and then it's like so one he, time and then. Yeah, because honestly, I've even had friends look for it on torrents and they're just like, it's just not out there. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And I think not he's like torrents, possessing right? the only copy yeah. and like puts it out and then won't show it again. Like these, it looks like they shot it in a, like a community theater. Yeah. Like where they just sets on a stage is almost what it looked like. Oh, well, hey, but more power to him. I, yeah. I, I actually like Crispin Glover. One of my favorite Crispin Glover movies at close range. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that movie yeah, is yeah. a gut that, punch. Yeah. Great yeah, that film. Because that's a true yeah. story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I thought he was awesome. Like, the cast in that is ridiculous. It is. Like, it's I do. Really I love that movie. Cast. I do love that movie. My opinion, uh, probably Walken at his scariest. Oh, yeah. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, a lot of people say they're scared of Walken. And I'm like, have you seen it close range? And yeah. they're like, no. And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Evil guy. I was guy. like, the man evil plays guy. Satan incarnate in yeah. that movie. Yeah. Evil guy. You guys have seen... um. Things to do in Denver when you're dead, right? Yes. Oh it's yeah, 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 years. yeah. He's great in that too. Yeah. yeah. Quick question. Quick answer. Just, um, <clears throat> since you've been selling at Frank's, what have you seen trend-wise? And we're not Funkos, but right. that you would give advice to someone wanting to collect, steering them in a direction. Because there, again, there are people that want to resell. So as far as investments, yeah, go? like something to look you know, look for. Well, you know, like I said, there's a, there's the old standbys. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if this is just an example, but I mean, things like Pokemon cards and Magic the Gathering, I don't think that shit's ever going to go down. Yeah, I don't no, think that's, so that's, that's ever going to. No. It seems like it's almost more popular than comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, oh, yeah, you, definitely. Because you could be right. Yeah. I don't think comics are not nearly what they used to be, you know, which is no. funny with the surge yeah. in movies. You'd think that the interest would bounce back i will tell you this though okay this is something that um and it's kind of along the lines of what i do what's really starting to pop off speaking of comics is the comics based on horror franchises like halloween nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. those have been going crazy lately. really yeah okay. though those are really starting to, those are strong the, the halloween comics are just this up 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 you know wow um they did just put out yeah. a five issue arc of Creep Show. Yeah. Based on the Shutter oh, yeah. series. Right, right. right. Yeah. Those, those were solid. Yeah. 
I did love Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. Did you read those? There's a million yes. Evil Dead comics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Evil Dead yeah. is huge. Um, um, the only thing with collectibles right now, there, is, there isn't a fidget spinner or a beanie baby right now. Right. You know? And now, I, do you think they flood the market with these toys, or it's still kind of quick strike, limited run With number? some things, they do definitely... Um, I mean, I don't sell this stuff, but when I talk to my, my other vendor friends, new Star Wars is really hard to sell. Okay. You know, like, yeah. like, and with the exception of the Japanese stuff, new Transformers is hard to sell, you know? Right. Um, well, a big problem is you can just walk into a chain store and buy that stuff. Right, right. You know, but, but once in a while, you'll get an exception. Like when the Mandalorian first started, figures of the Mandalorian were doing really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, like when... um. When uh, uh, Force Awakens came out, like the BB-8 toys were, were doing really, really well. Your right. baby Yoda was gigantic. So right now, a lot of that stuff is kind of like up and down. I mean, with the horror stuff, you still have like old faithfuls, like NECA's still doing really good. Mezco's still doing really good. Yeah. But what's starting to piss people off, though, is NECA especially is starting to reissue old stuff that was valuable. Ooh. And, um, Second runs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, they're starting to, they, they have, they may even be out now. They're doing the Universal Monsters bobbleheads which those things were going for loose about a hundred a piece. And, and these reissues, the packaging's a little different, but it's the same bobblehead and it's yeah. just, it's just murdering <sighs> the value of the old stuff. That sucks. You know, right now there's really not much like recommend like investment wise, because it's, everything's just kind of chill right now. What I like to tell people, cause I've been asked that question, especially yeah. like, you know, when people come over and they see the loft and they're like, okay, what's this worth? And then, for some reason, people that aren't into it, they're always like amazed by what someone's willing to pay for something right? or what something is worth. Mm-hmm. And then they always ask that question of like, well, did you know that this was going to be that much? And what I always tell people is like, you know what? Just collect what you're into. And it goes up great. And that if it goes up great, if not, at least you have what you're into. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I've seen people buy a bunch of shit that they're not into and now they're stuck with stuff. Yeah, you know oh, they sure. have cases. You know, yeah. RJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, see, with a bunch of even shit. as a reseller, I mean, okay, we'll use Funko Pops as as an example. As a reseller, I had 100 units of the Misfits Pop. I did not think to set a single one aside, and now it's. I want to say it's. I think they're worth like 100 a piece. Maybe even more now. I didn't think to set and it aside. And is this like the the face, the crimson the, the, ghost? The crimson ghost, correct. I didn't think to set aside the ghost face pop is worth a ton of money now. I had a million of those things and wow. things set aside. But guess what? I set aside Bill and Ted and <laughs> not worth dick. I, I set aside Reagan from The Exorcist, not worth dick. So you you can't you can't plan. By the way, Bill and Ted rules. So you know oh, yeah. better hate hate it, on Bill and yeah, Ted. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, but that's the thing is 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 you don't know. Sometimes you can get kind of lucky with a guess. But because I did set aside the NECA Ultimate Godzilla figures, and those did go up. Yeah. So um, it seems like you almost can't lose with a Godzilla yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. For a while, what I tried to do was when I got in my action figure cases, I would set aside two of everything. But then stuff would happen, like Christmas would come around. I need more stock, so I would just pull them back out and sell them. But but yeah, kind of like you said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy what you like. If it goes up, great. You know? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. What about you? Because you're you know you're from Michigan. Yeah. Out here, I mean, we have tons of places to go and grab shit. Like, it's not, and I'm not even talking about like an FYE or no. now at Target, they're selling NECA, but like they have specialty toy stores all over the place. And then even some record shops are selling toys. What about like out there where you're at? Very little. Really? Very little. Yeah. Huh. Um, most of the the cool shit that, you know, you've shown me at these places, you know, yeah. Frankie's and all that, I get online because- okay. 
There's just it's no, just not out there. If they are, they're not well promoted because I do have like a record shop that I haunt. They sell movies and stuff too. And then I told you about one of the places by my old mall, which was just full of mostly Funko Pops, but Blu-ray, DVD, old video games, but no real niche style stores for me to peruse. You know right. what I mean? So it's pretty dry out my way. No conventions? Oh, we have conventions. Yeah. We've actually blown up a little bit. We have Motor City Nightmares. We had Astronomicon, Motor City Comic Con. And I know there's a couple other ones. There was one in Romulus earlier this year that Mick Garris was at. And it was another horror one, but it was, I, I think it might have been relatively new. I forget the name. But we're getting stuff. And yeah, yeah, at cons I'll find cool shit. But right. that's once a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, to be able to go to a place like Frankie's or yeah. whatever. Uh, no. And now you take your shop on the road. Oh, yeah. Well, we um we are now at a point where we only do horror cons. I was doing comic cons for a while. Now the difference with Southern California is there's a convention literally every weekend. <laughs> it's, it's, it's constant. I know people who literally, they live on the road and they just do conventions. You right. Know? But, um, but what I like about horror conventions is, you know, my opinion, comic conventions, is, they become like, like a Disneyland. Nowadays, it's a lot more like families and stuff. And it's like, oh, let's give the kids their $20 allowance and right. buy a, a toy or a comic or whatever. And, and, and it seems to be like less collectors where horror cons are, it's, it really is the fans and they're there to spend money, yes, you know, and absolutely. they're far more successful than comic cons. Right. At least, at least for me, mm-hmm. you know, um, of course there's exceptions like San Diego comic con, you always make money. It's gigantic. A million people yeah. show up, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm now doing about six cons a year, only horror shows. I'll be honest with you. If I was, if I was younger, I'd probably do more. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's a, it's doing conventions is a lot of energy, a lot of time. And, and I don't, and the thing is, you know, as like, I don't live like in LA County where I'm 20 minutes from the convention center. I, up where I live, it's a good 90 minute drive to these shows. Yeah. You know, I have to get hotel rooms. But um, I, I love doing them. And loving your product. Yes. You know. Yes. I, I, I love doing them. They're a lot of fun. I mean, what, what I really like, you know, we just did Monster Palooza. Right. And what's really cool about it is I run into a lot of friends that I only see at Monster Palooza. Yeah. You that's know, cool. and, and yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. And of course, you know, I shop for myself. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, horror, horror cons are great. And they're only getting better. Um, Creepy Con in Ontario is coming up on doing their third show. They're blowing up. Each show just gets better. And, but yeah, they're, they're, they're great. I love horror conventions. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of CreepyCon, it seems like that kind of came out of nowhere and then just exploded. Yeah. Well, I've done all, I've done, I've done, well, I say all of them, but there was no, there's only been two so far. But they're growing, yeah. right? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what helps is their, their guest list is great. They're, yeah. they're, they have the guest list of a con that's been around for 10 years. I've attended a lot of conventions, which we all have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've really seen them change for the better, in my opinion, because I remember going to, Weekend of Horrors. Oh, I was the last one. And okay. it was a disaster. Yeah. Oh my damn. Really? Like it oh, was it was crazy. You know, like the, the the con experience is weird. It's it's gotten better in a sense of like the guests that they're bringing in. Right. But I feel like it's kind of lacking in in certain areas. I do like Monster Palooza a lot. I do. Well, yeah. I I will say in my neck of the woods, um Tommy Brunswick, who is a filmmaker from Michigan, she lives out here now. Uh she flies in for Motor City every year. That was a con that I went to the very first one. I've only missed maybe two in 15 years. Yeah. And the first one we went to had, it was a like a 40th anniversary of Night of the Living Dead. So most of the cast 
uh, Carolyn Williams, Sid Haig, I think. I bought the tickets for the weekend. You know, is my first con ever. And I made my lap around the room and got all of my autographs within an hour. Wow. That's how sparse it was. Yeah. This year, we've got a massive Evil Dead reunion with Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, uh, Dana DeLorenzo, Barbara Crampton, Felissa Rose. Everyone's going to be there. To me, that con is only getting better and better. Motor City Nightmares has really grown and it has gotten more crowded to where now if I do get a weekend pass, I'll get three or four people one day, three or four the next. Yeah. Because the lines are big now. And, yeah. And the talent that they're getting, I want to say the year, a year or two before, because I know COVID put a big dent in everyone's con circuit, but I want to say the last one I went to had Clive Barker, who to my, to my knowledge doesn't get out like he used. And uh, it was him and basically the entire Cenobite army. From nice. like Hellraiser wow. one and two. Well, um, Sam Raimi is going to be a son of Monster Palooza. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, they nice. announced two days ago. Yeah. Oh yep. wow. And then as it's him, um, I think Ted's going to be there, and then uh, a couple of the girls from Evil Dead. Of course, they're going to announce yep. more. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 going to be a good one. But um, no horror uh, horror cons are just they're blowing up. They're doing really well. Yeah. And um, I mean, well, that's the thing is I could just compare my sales from a horror con to a comic con and. It's night and day. Not yeah. even night. Oh yeah, not, yeah. Not even comparable. Well, I did yeah. the 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 Monster Palooza that I did in June was my best convention since I've been in business. Oh wow, you know? that's awesome. And, wow. Um, that's awesome. And um and but 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 it really is. It's just like I just I I I connect with that crowd a lot more than I do a Comic Con. Me For too. Sure. Me too. Know? It's more like home. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Comic Cons are more like it's like Disneyland. It's yeah. not like you know, well, it's not the weirdos well, that, anymore. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I was telling him. I was like, you know, Comic Con is just pop culture con. It's yeah. just oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, it's not even comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I haven't been to Comic Con in yeah. years, and I don't really plan on going. Yeah. But what I I think part of that theory though, the between the two camps, I guess it's cool to be a comic book MCU DC fan, whereas horror has been maligned from day one. Right. Oh, so definitely. if you were a diehard horror fan, you were a freak. Yes. You were, yeah, you know, yeah. you were the creepy goth or whatever. So when those fans, us, when we get together, it's more celebratory. Yeah. It's more friendly. We've right. all kind of been through the trenches. We've all been bullied. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. You know, whereas Comic-Cons, everyone and their grandkids are going to these because- Comic book movies are huge. Comic books are huge. You're you're not likely to find too much mismatch. Right, right. Whereas horror is, even to this day, as popular as horror is, it's still very niche. Because, you know, for every five people I meet, three of them are like, why do you watch that shit? Right. You know what I mean? See, that's crazy. You know what? I don't know about you, but I don't really get that anymore around here. Maybe it's just because of the different you know where we live maybe you know it, it's a little more acceptable well, here you got to consider this too is the it remake did like avengers money yes it yes did. yes you know so it so did. it's really crossed over a lot of it yeah has, oh sure you know? and the thing is too is real quick honestly i know you guys have them nothing against kids but what i like about horror cons not a lot of little kids oh yeah not really yeah. and you know what and if the kids are there they're into horror too. Yeah, they and are. They get it what? because a lot of these kids, I've been to com- comic book shows, yeah. and they're just like rabid animals, oh, like running yeah. around. Like yeah. it's crazy. And you know what? That's the parents' fault. It is the parents', parents fault. It is the <laughs> parents. No, fault. it's like yeah. I've been taking my daughter to Motor City. Kids being kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kids being kids, but like Motor City nightmares. I've taken my daughter Maddie maybe a half dozen times. Once she was old enough to go, she immediately knew like John Cassier. 
Yeah. Because I had let her watch Tales from the Crypt right. Keeper, the cartoon. Yeah. You know, and uh, as she got older, she watched Fright Night. So she got to meet Chris Sarandon and Amanda Bierce. And, yeah. you know, she's one of those that she goes and really appreciates what this is right. as a kid. Now she's a teenager and obviously, you know, yeah. she's going to wander around and want this or that anyway. But even as a little kid, she wasn't that kid. Right. She yeah, was right. walking around going, dad, that's the guy from this movie or that movie. And she was excited, you know, right. and it was like my son, we're, we're going to take, he's going for the first time this month to meet Bruce Campbell. Okay. This is his first con, first anything, but he's a evil dead slash army of darkness fan. Okay. So he's stoked. So I'm curious to see how he'll do in that environment. Right. You know, because he's not a hyper kid. You know, he's 10 now, so he's not even the little kid running around. Yeah. But both kids will dress up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. they love that. Like, when I took Maddie to Astronomicon, she she had me buy a uh, quick stop work shirt. Okay. Because we were meeting the gang from Clerks. Yeah. And, right. you know, Kevin Smith's crew, you know. Yeah. So she gets into it the way we would. Probably more so because I'm not a dress up guy. You know, yeah. I'll throw on a horror movie shirt and just go. No, I hope that ours isn't the exception to the rule anymore and that obviously like he said it was massive and people still love horror, but I hope that the con circuit isn't drying up too bad. I don't think I like... it is. No, no, no. Just no, in no. terms of fanfare, you know, I hope. No, um the thing is just like everything else, there'll be Good conventions and bad ones. Yeah. But at least out here, I mean, I haven't done a horror con outside of California yet. But for the most part, the ones I do just get they get progressively better. That's why I keep doing them because sure. once they're not good, I'm not going to do them anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, and they just keep progressively doing better. But but Monster Plus a freaking rules, you know. And uh, and Creepy Con's great. And uh, Midsummer Scream's great. Uh, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're they're at least out here they're they're just just getting better. Yeah. Good. One of these days, I really look forward to going to Monster Palooza. Yeah, no, definitely. When when is that one? October thirteenth through the fifteenth. Yes. Okay. I'm going to be there. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's close to Halloween for you, but I mean, it would be awesome, you yeah. know, to come out. And I do... would I I would love to. We'll see because we want to we because out. we want to do a, a Halloween show. Oh, sweet! So we were thinking about doing one from a supposed haunted location. And oh, have, right on. Yeah, have yeah, people yeah. scheduled to come in as come guests in. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah. We were thinking like the Queen Mary or something like yeah. that, you know, just something fun to do for Halloween. So I think it oh, would be right. super cool. I think it would be cool. I think people would be into it. Tell real stories. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what go. we want to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. No, we definitely want to do Lord, that. I Lord think knows it would, we have them. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be, I think it'd be really, really cool. Well, yeah. So, okay. Getting back to like Frank's, I mean, I've been going there for a long time. Right. When I was I was working at a baseball card shop, and we used to go out there to pick up products and stuff for the store. Yeah, because it moved twice. It moved twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever thought of, or has it crossed your mind of maybe just doing like a brick and mortar? Um, oh, oh yeah, definitely has. But the beauty of Frank and Sons is, even though we're only open three days a week, yeah, Frank and Sons is high volume. So the irony is, is I is I have a buddy, for example, that owns a record store, and in seven days he does equivalent sales that we do in three. So it's like Frankincense is high volume. I mean, Big we'll get, sure. on their Saturdays, we'll get five, 6,000 people through that place. Yeah. There really isn't a reason to do a brick and mortar. What I worry about is that I would put all this money into a brick and mortar and I would get it going. And then once the newness wore off, I would be tired of it. And then you're you like, know? I got to do this. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm stuck in this now. I'm not going to hire anyone. Yeah. Right, right. I, I mean, and that's, it's one of those, you know, why fix what's not broken? Thing, right, you know? right. And, and, no, and the I thing agree. is, nowadays, 
if I really needed extra income, what I should do is expand my presence online, not open uh, yeah. a brick and mortar. Yeah. Because there's still the freedom. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Freedom yeah. is the key. Right. And right. that's what I'm, I'm actually in, introducing him into reselling yeah. and getting him involved just as that extra income. Like I'm, I told him, you'd be surprised yeah. at what you could do. Yeah. Well, know. the thing is too is, you know, brick and mortar, while you open, you're open, say, 10 to 8, eBay never closes. Right. Exactly. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's just like, it's, it's nice. You go to bed, you wake up. Oh, I made some money. Yep. You know? Yeah. Because yep. you, you don't yeah. know who's laying in bed, thumbing through your, right. your site and looking right. for shit. Mm-hmm. You know? but, but, but that's the thing is it's like, it'd be cool in my, my mind. Well, I mean, what, what I like about my shop at Frank's is we have like atmosphere. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I, I, I made the place cool. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I can like design this awesome store and yeah. just, like make it really go you know, crazy and all this. But then it's just like six months later, it's just like the, the newness is, like I said, the newness is worn off and now right. this is just a job and right. you know, yeah, and, you don't um, want to do that. But and, you know what's? But your shop, in my opinion, just because I mean, I've I've actually seen the culmination of what it is now. Yeah. Like, because when I first started coming there, you did have the video games, right? Oh, and yeah. then the small section of of movies, you know, right. and then the small section of horror and a few shirts. I've seen it grow into what it is now, and it's oh, like yeah, it yeah, is yeah. one of the best booths, in my opinion, at the whole show. Yeah. The, the only the only bummer is. Um, well, well, um, well, the smart thing to do would be to expand at Frank's, not open our brick and mortar. But the thing is, I don't want to move to another aisle and the people that I'm between, they're high volume as well. And they're not going they're anywhere. They're not going nowhere. So, um, yeah, because right now I'm um, 20 by 12. Okay. Is a size which which sounds small, but trust me, you can fit a lot in yeah, twenty yeah. by twelve. It's a big spot. Yeah, it's, um, it's nice. I thought it was it's great. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but I would I would kill to have another ten feet. And that see that's what sucks is when we did the move from the old location to the new one, and they added Sundays. I was offered a third boot, another yeah. ten feet. Now because they added a day, our rent went way way up. So I was just like, well, what if I take this ten feet and Sundays are a bust? Yeah. I mean, this thing's going to cost me a fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said no. And now I regret it. I kicked myself. I should have right. took the extra 10. Right, right, you know? right. Because now it's going to be tough yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the the one thing that we really do need is um, I, I need more space for T-shirts. We, yeah. we, we have we have 55 different designs right now. But the thing is, I could sell 100. Right. You know, yeah. so, so I, I, w- I would like to have more space for that. But no, yeah, right now, everything's great. But like I said, if I were to expand, it would be it would be online. Yeah. 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 yeah that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I liked um, do, do back issues of horror mags move pretty good? Yes. At uh, Monster Palooza, we crushed it on Old Vanguard. Nice. Killed it okay. on Old Vanguard. Yes. Because, yeah, that was I was thumbing through a lot of those when I visited your booth. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. We, um, <clears throat> uh, well, we'll see that's the thing, especially at conventions, like uh, the girl from Return of the Living Dead 3 was there signing. Oh, my God. And I we had her. multiple issues of her Fangor- her Fangori with a cover of her on yes. it. Yes. And, um, and we had yeah, those sold instantly. And, um, <sighs> And that's the thing is, is what's what's funny about the magazines and the comics is I don't even know if a lot of these people even read them. It's just the covers eye catching. It's right. like, oh, this mm-hmm. look awesome on my wall. And yeah. you know, you know, so it just it sells, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But no. but old Fangories and of course famous monsters that they're, they're, they're always, always a hit. Yeah. Always they're hit. always yeah. good. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of horror magazines? I do. Yeah. I do. And I don't need them. No. You know. I, yeah. I, I, I I probably could uh move those out and maybe collect more of the more the older ones, like from when I was growing up. Yeah. I didn't get hardcore about like Fangoria and all that until 2000s. Okay. So I've got a lot, I've got stacks of those. Yeah. All in good condition. I can yeah. bag and board them all, you know, yeah. if I haven't already. But uh, I, yeah, they, 
I don't flip through them like I used to. Right. And uh, I've gleaned all the information out of them that I needed right. to. And yeah, I don't, you know, uh, with the exception of like issue number one, Godzilla, or I think I framed the issue with Cellar Dweller on it just because that's, that's just a fun campy movie to me. But yeah. for the most part, yeah, I just, they're in a, they're in a magazine box. Right. You know, right. just sitting there and I could, someone else could get. And that's the thing too. I'm like. If it's in a box and I haven't seen it in years, do I need it? That's the oh, thing. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that's really the thing. And uh, if you can make a few bucks off of it, why the hell not? Yeah, why not? You yeah. Know? No, totally. And I take care of my shit. You know right. what I mean? So, right. I mean, as a collector, I know their worth. I know someone will take it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I didn't misuse any of them. So someone right. would get a good quality magazine and, you know, they can, they'll get more out of it than I do right. now. Right. You know. Yeah. As a vendor, what's nice about stuff like magazines too is they don't take up a lot of space. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you put a box out on a table and there's there's a hundred pieces right there. Oh yeah. yeah. See, yeah. as a vendor, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 yeah I totally get that. Mm-hmm. We did really, really well with them. And famous monsters, which I prefer to Fangoria, but mm-hmm. but famous monsters, you it's it's more of a niche crowd, especially because you know famous monsters is usually much more pricier. Mm-hmm. But um, when you get a collector of that stuff, I mean they're they're hardcore, you know. Right. So, but uh, that's, I mean that's the thing though is it's like we're at a point now where you could slap Freddie or Jason's face on anything and it'll freaking sell. Oh yeah. So, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. 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 No, I get that. Okay. Very cool. So when you were growing up. Did you get flack from friends or family for being the horror kid? Well, the cool thing is my parents were both from a small town of Missouri. Okay. My parents were really conservative, but they were actually pretty cool about like my interests. Yeah. But the only thing was, this shocks a lot of people when I tell them, a lot of these, your go-to horror movies, like The Exorcist and all that, I didn't see it way later because the only rule my parents had was I was absolutely forbidden from seeing R-rated movies. Okay. And Same. So, so I didn't see them. So my horror growing up, was Godzilla movies, Universal Monsters. Okay. And we could do a whole episode on this. Growing up in the 70s, when I was real little, I, I consider myself growing up in the 80s, but you yeah, know, totally. I, I was born in 68, but in the 70s, and you were a horror fan, your kind of go-to was the made-for-TV stuff. Okay. Oh, made-for-TV like, like, was massive. Yeah. And that's the funny thing, because to me, you take The Exorcist, Trilogy of Terror is way scarier than The Exorcist, you know? Trilogy of Terror. Agreed. And that's the irony. Is, yeah. Certainly is, the scariest final yeah. shot in any yeah. movie ever. <laughs> but... um. Trilogy of Terror and and the original Don't Be Afraid of the Dark and it's oh, like even, even Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great Chad, vampire but, but, movie. But you know. all these made for TV movies. I saw The Boy Who Cried Werewolf. I saw on TV. <laughs> Actually, what's weird? What I was really exposed to when I was young was there was a certain channel that Hammer movies were on all the time. Oh wow. That's one thing I loved is I'm this little kid and we know Hammer and we know those girls are hot as hell and got yeah. a cleavage going. And <laughs> yeah. that was the greatest thing in the world to me. But yeah, like for example, Halloween, I remember my sister was a manager of the Montclair Cinema 6 movie theater. Long okay. I remember she would take me to work to babysit. That's why I saw Grease 10 times in yeah. one summer, you know. <laughs> but I remember I would just look at the posters for Halloween and The Exorcist and Dawn of the Dead. And the funny thing is, I would see those movies years later, but the story I made up in my head was way scarier oh, I could imagine. than what I actually saw. So, yeah. Just seeing the poster for Halloween, that jack-o'-lantern with a knife, freaked me out, you know. Yeah. Um, it's an imp- it cuts an imposing figure. Yeah. It's, right. You don't know what you're getting into, honestly. That was the thing is like my parents were just like, 
oh, all these crazy monster movies, knock yourself out. But, you know, if it has tits or the F word, no, ab- <laughs> yeah, absolutely no go. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No go. My what? first R-rated movie was I saw Alien in the theater because my sister convinced my parents it was a science fiction movie. Really? And movies were okay. Sci-fi was fine. Yeah. Nice little loophole. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's a hardcore movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the funny thing is, the chestburster scene didn't, didn't, didn't face it didn't me bother up. you. They didn't face yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. I think you were probably already conditioned. That last scene in Trilogy of Terror with the Zuni doll, <laughs> where she's sitting there oh. stabbing the knife in the ground with those yep. teeth, that they gave me like, freaking nightmares it's, for weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. But terrifying. the chestburster was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They've always been really cool. Same thing as it's like when I when I got into punk rock and I was looking like a weirdo. They're just like um. <laughs> You know, don't do drugs and make sure you graduate high school and, yeah. and we're all good. They were always really cool about And so, so where did you grow up? I lived in Ontario. I've always been in California. Okay. I lived in Ontario, California, and Lynn Empire until I was 12. And then we moved to Hesperia, California, the high desert, and I've been there ever since. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's rad. I love Ontario. Yeah. It's funny because a few weeks ago, I went by the house that I grew up in. And the craziest thing was I had no idea it was so freaking small. Oh, it isn't that something? tiny. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe a thousand square feet. Wow. But, but it, it's, it's crazy too, because um, this just occurred to me um, a few weeks ago, but my brother reminded me, he's just like, you realize our house didn't have air conditioning, right? Wow. This is like, oh no, we just had fans. That's all you yeah. need. Yeah. And it doesn't even register that, oh, yeah. it was so hot. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, a different time, but um, yeah. but yeah, Ontario was great though. It was yeah, it was really cool. Like I said, my my sister was the manager, and then my brother's girlfriend worked with her. And in the summers, I freaking lived at that movie theater, the, yeah. the, the Cinema Six. Free movies. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I saw some 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 wild stuff though. I remember you guys probably know this movie. The weirdest movie I saw as a kid was that cartoon Wizards. My sister's just like, well, it's a cartoon. Go watch it. And yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Ralph Bakshi. It is yeah, about yeah. Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, no, that's funny. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When 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 Grease came out that summer, I, I went every day with my sister to work 10 times. Yeah. Yep, loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Too funny, man. See, I'm always crucified because I'm a Grease 2 guy. Grease 2 is good. But you know what? What killed it for me, though, was, was Xanadu. Just <laughs> killed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But but yeah, lo- lots of good memories. I remember I'm the youngest of seven. Wow. Six, seven, something like wow. that. Yeah. Um, but but it's funny because my oldest brothers and sisters were teenagers when I was in elementary school. And I remember through them when disco hit big or, you know, you know, all these trends through the 70s. It, it was fascinating. It was, yeah. it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of a really, really fun time. And so you're the only horror loving punk rock weirdo in the family? Well, my oldest sister, Sandy, it's weird. She didn't talk about it much, but she saw everything. I, I think she disliked movies. Okay. But she's the one like she told me about, you know, the, the premise of Halloween and she saw mm. Dawn of the Dead in the theater. But what she did too is she liked to read. And, and you guys probably remember back in the day, they did a novelization of every movie. Oh, yes. everything. Yeah. And she bought all of them. And I remember, wow. you know, she read The Omen and she, and I on her bookcase, I would see The Omen and Halloween and, you know, like, and uh, burnt offerings. But what was cool about those is you could take out the books and in the center, they had the, the clips. Yes. And Omen had all the gore. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the beheading and like all that. Nice. And then that's how, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. And as a little kid, I saw all that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. I think that's almost the equivalent of having like a shelf full of VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Is having yeah. all the books. Well, especially those, those are, some of those are so Do you have rare. any of those? 
I have several. None of the Halloweens. I wish I those... sold Halloween three for I think seventy five. Yeah, those wow. are those are. Oh, they're doing high. those kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I bought and mind you, I found a lot of these in used bookstores and was kind of like. I don't yeah. know how much they were worth, but they were selling them for, you right. know, a song. But I got the movie adaptation of Poltergeist. I have wow. the movie adaptation of The Fog. I know what you did last summer, the original 70s book. But I also have the re-release that's got the Hewitt poster on the front. I have Alien novelization. Wow. So, yeah. I, and these were all just caught in the wild? Yep. Well, Halloween has different covers. It does. There's and some covers are worth more than others. And one of them, I, I, I want to say the rarest one's easily 500. And is which which one is that though? Is it the pumpkin or is it the guy with the pumpkin head? I think it's the guy the with gown. the pumpkin head with with the the sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. it's wild. Yeah, I've never even seen these. Yeah. No. No. Well, even um, because they did they did them up through four, I think, right? Wasn't yeah, it? but but even Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, which came along way I have, later, I have that one too. I think I still got like twenty five, thirty bucks for it. Really? Yeah. 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 And yeah. Demon Knight, the book is a lot different from the movie. The book was messy, real messy. And when I went and seen the movie at the theater when it came out, I still loved it. I think Demon Knight's awesome. That was fantastic. Yeah. But it, things that I expected from the book, because I yeah. read it first, right. didn't happen like Thomas Hayden Church. Remember his character Roach right. or whatever? Yeah. In the movie, he makes a bargain with Billy Zane and right. they all just descend on him and rip him apart. In the book, he asks for a certain car, hot rod, whatever. And uh, Billy Zane's character goes... It's yours. And he looks around. Well, where the fuck is it? And he goes right there. And it's hovering above him. And then he lets it drop. And they describe all the innards and shit yeah. flying out from underneath. <laughs> that may have been like the original script or something. Exactly. Yeah, and that's usually yeah. what it is. They get that first pass, novelize it. And then when it hits shelves, the movie's already different, rewritten. You think it. they're all like that? All these books? Um, yeah, good question. Because that's the thing. I never actually read one. Well, yeah, I've, I've, read yeah. A, I've read a few. The Fog is very much like the movie. There's only a few things that... I believe the book specifies that the six who must die are direct descendants of the original conspirators. Whereas in the movie, mm. it seems more random. Right. Just six people have right. to die. Also, the night before when all the weird shit's happening, you know, phones going off and everything... The next morning, the kid, Barbeau's kid, who finds the doubloon that turns into the wood, under her house, it was like a, a pillar house? What, what do you call those? Like the, the stilt houses? On the where stilts, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah stilt yeah. house on the water. Six starfish were impaled to the pillars. And okay. it was with, what do you call it? I don't want to call it a railroad spike, but something like that. But okay. it was real rustic and like they were put in by hand through the wood. And it had, it was like a level of aggression that was like, whatever's coming tonight is fucked up. I wonder why they wouldn't do that in the movie. I don't know, because it wouldn't have really, wouldn't have messed with time. Right. But, you know, Carpenter must have just been like, eh, you know. One thing that's in the book that I'm glad they changed was uh, the entire scene where Hal Holbrook is reading the journal to uh, Janet Lee. That's like during kind of, still kind of the quiet before the storm. In the book... He's reading it literally while the hands are coming through glass windows. And it's like during the siege. And I'm like, Mm. just cinematically, pacing-wise. That wouldn't have worked. It would have been way too weird. Like, uh, everyone's panicking and you're like, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, I'm glad that he moved that to more exposition at the beginning. Right. right, You know? So, I mean, other than those changes, it's very close. Very, very close. Yeah. Out of the ones I've read, probably the closest. Hmm. Getting back to something you said a minute ago about COVID, um, like you know, the world shutting down, how did that affect you? Oh, it was terrifying at first because I'm like, 
my shop's going to close down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very but, scary. I mean, if you were a shop owner, I was scared for all well, everybody. Yeah. It was funny because we had the lockdown. They announced it at Frankenson's, and the manager came around and was just like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I just remember it was in March. We're going to be locked down until further notice. We don't know when. So I went home, and the weirdest thing was because I work constantly, even when I'm not at Frankenson's, I'm at home doing online stuff. And it was just weird not having anything to do. I'm just like, this is going to be bad. And I actually talked to my mom and I was like, I'm like, hey, you know, um, you know, I got some savings, but I don't know how long they'll last. And I, I mean, who knows, may need a little bit of the inheritance early, you know. Yeah. That went on for a few days. And then the first stimulus check started hitting. Yeah. And I remember I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I made $700 on eBay. And I'm like, okay. And then my online sale was just going up and up and up and then i started doing claim sales on instagram those exploded and next thing i know i'm doing literally a hundred orders a week wow and then by luck because frank complied with the health department and made what changes need to be made to frankensons we were able to reopen at frankensons with limited capacity then that exploded and we're talking 18 year old kids are making a thousand dollars a week on unemployment yeah. because of the $600 bonus, you know, yep. next thing you know, COVID is the best year of sales I've ever done ever and probably ever will do. So it started wow. as a very big, dark cloud. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was such uncertainty at the time. Yeah. You know? Well, I got to be honest with you because I did buy a lot from you during COVID oh, yeah. because like the claim sales were something that I actually looked forward to yeah. mm -hmm. you because you're like, you're stuck at home. Yeah. yeah. And but they that... were super fun. And, and the thing is Trick or Treat Studios did those replicas of the Necronomicon, uh -huh. which mm -hmm. I sell for $95. And usually people are just like, oh, you know, that that's cool. But now they're just like, well, I have all this extra money. Yeah, $95. Yeah, give me one. We were tearing through those things. Yeah. I couldn't keep them in stock. Yeah. But people, instead of buying two or three records, would buy 10, you know, mm -hmm. um, puzzles. We were getting like horror oh, movie wow. puzzles <laughs> yeah. and they were just, just flying because people are locked up at home. Time they wasters. Need yeah. They needed something yeah. to do. They needed yeah. something to do. But, yeah. um, I get. That. I did everything right. I took a, one of my showcases, and I'm going to try to describe this the best I can. But the showcase that I stand behind, whenever I'm like, you know, ringing up customers and doing my sales, is I took a shower curtain, put it in front of it, cut a slot, so I was shielded from us breathing on each other. And then, of course, we wore masks. I made it pretty safe, and it obviously worked because neither me nor my helper ever got COVID. So yeah, it actually worked out really well. But um, first, that uh, those first couple of weeks was really weird because, for example, uh, uh, my buddy that owns a really successful uh, record store in Hollywood, I remember seeing on Instagram that he was pushing carts at Vaughn's. Wow. Because he's like, oh, the county shut me down. I got to have something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and keep sucks. in mind, the guy's like 60. Oh. You know, um... But yeah, it, it ended up in a weird way. It was a great year. What else yeah. can you say? Yeah. yeah. Because the stuff you sell is... It's stuff you can do at home. Yeah. Right. And people needed that distraction. Oh, yeah. I was buying as many movies as I can. Because seriously, yeah. the last thing you wanted to do during those days was watch the news. You got this body count that keeps rising. Yeah. yeah. It's depressing. So, well, just that uncertainty. It is the of uncertainty. What was going on. It was, was terrible. Was really scary. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was like a horror movie. And, it was. And, um, and, like, honestly, for someone like me who buries myself in this stuff because of stress and just depression and all yeah. that, it was so much heightened. Yeah. During that time that yeah. I'm like, of course, people are going to buy the, their creature comforts, right. you know, and so it, it, it makes was, sense. Well, and it was strange because um, what was weird about it was we were selling stuff on eBay. For example, we were we had Blu-rays we were selling for twenty dollars that were just absolutely flying, selling like crazy. 
but those same Blu-rays were all over eBay for 10. Huh. People were just buying just to buy. You know what? I, I, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. The same thing when we had the, the shoe store. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing where it was like this stuff is available on the Nike website, but yet they're buying it from us for double yeah, the price, and it was it, it was it was weird. It was just like so everyone found a bunch of free money and they know what to do with it. Yeah, well, hmm. to be honest, it was um, and people are just bad with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, you give an eighteen year old kid here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's freaking go nuts. Hey, great. You know, yeah, yeah. Bad for them. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was definitely a, a strange time, and luckily they did everything right at Frank and Sons. Yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there was, I think, two vendors that eventually did pass from COVID. But mm. when you consider there's, I think, 300 of us there mm-hmm. and very few of us even got sick with it. It actually did actually. That means you well. guys, you guys locked down yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 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 You know, that's always Still one sad. thing. Even when I was selling there for a while, they always took care of their vendors. Yeah. Like I noticed that. Like, yeah, it's I, just one of those things. It's like, yeah, you don't, you don't hassle them and cause trouble and yeah. and, and you know they'll, they'll everyone gets along because it, it goes on yep. great yeah. yep it was nice there are times where i do miss it i do yeah. miss being there because it was fun you know like i would tell them like wouldn't like i would text you in the morning on the way and be like yeah. are you there yep okay i'm bringing starbucks or like that vice versa yeah. you know it's yeah. like we yeah, would yeah, do yeah. all that yeah, kind I of miss stuff seeing you, know? you guys there cool. yeah, yeah you know yeah. it was it was really yeah. fun you know it was well because it, it really is it, it sounds cliche but it really isn't work no, you know, yeah, no, yeah. You, you're you're no, basically hanging out with your friends and and making money, and you that's know? exactly what it yeah, is. That's yeah. exactly what it was. It, it during the cool. whole time, I guess, of like doing retail, that was probably the most fun I ever had. Even oh, yeah. having the store, that still was the most oh, yeah. fun. Even I'd when ever I had. worked at a comic book store and I worked at a record store, it eventually became work. It does. You it dreaded is. going every day. You yep. know. Yep. Yeah. It did become work. Yeah. That's for sure. No, I do miss it. Okay, so how do you feel about the move? Oh, the best thing ever. We have air conditioning now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Our old building, the old Frank's was was great for what it was, but it was two days a week, not three. It was a trucking warehouse. Trucking warehouses don't have AC units right. or heat. Right. And the summers there, you remember the summers there <laughs> were freaking brutal. And it doesn't matter that they put up 20 fans. They no. were freaking brutal. Yeah. They were. Um, and, and what I like too, um, and I, I think this was the city's choice, but when we did the move, they wanted everyone's booth to be kind of uniform, like only use black grid set up this way. Now, I'm not going to lie. The actual move was extremely stressful because I think we had six days to do it. Wow. And what a hustle. And it was, um, I mean, and keep in mind, you had to build your walls and shit. You know, wow. it was, it was, it was, we, I think we finished, we opened a Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I think we finished 2 a.m. Friday night. And I went home and got some quick sleep and came right back. Wow. But um, it was well, well worth it, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the new place. Um, we, we have more parking. The security's better. And it's just it's just all around. It's just just was a, a really, really good decision. Yeah. I think everyone, because we did lose some vendors when we did the move. Because the thing is, people, what they didn't understand was our rent went up. Actually, way up. I, I ain't going to lie. The rent doubled. But what I tried to explain to, to my one friend in particular who, le- who left was... But we're getting four extra days a month to cover it. Right. You know, so, and, and that's exactly what happened was, 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 let's put it this way. My rent increase is covered by one Sunday. Yeah. So those other three Sundays are profit. Yeah, it was, it was, it's well, well worth it. And they couldn't understand that? No, they just got, all, all they saw was rent increase, I'm out of here. Yeah. Knee jerk. Yeah. Knee jerk yeah. reaction. Well, it was the same thing was, and, and it makes perfect sense was, 
when we closed down for COVID, we were told we still have to pay rent, even though we're closed. Of course we, we have to, because that place costs millions of dollars to keep it going, yeah, you know? Yeah. And some vendors out of spite, they're just like, nope, screw that. We left. Well, guess what? You know, when we reopened, that place was a gold mine. Yeah. You were all fools for leaving. I mean, we've had to pay rent when at the store when we yeah. were closed. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing. Like, I, I get it. It's... Yeah. I mean, it's it, like it's like renting a house or renting a storage. I was just gonna say it's yeah. a storage unit. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. yeah you still got to pay for you it. You may not be in there every day. I'm not at my storage every day, but I still pay for your it. Shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's holding your place. So, yeah. and how long have you been there? How many years total? At Frankenstein? Oh man, that's that's it's got to be 15 or 16. Wow, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's hefty. It's a big anniversary coming up. Then I mean, like that's yeah. Huge. Well, yeah, because I was definitely there on my 40th birthday. And I'm 55 now, so I'm going to say 16. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Very cool. Four away man. from so 20. You're, you're yeah. a mainstay, that means. You well, know, well, there's, um, yeah. I mean, there's people there that have been there all 35. Yeah. No you know? kidding. Yeah. I noticed it when I was selling at the old spot at the booth we had right before right. we left. We were right there on like the sports card alley. Yeah. And it was like ghost town. Yeah. And then now, like sports cards, it's just, it's it's blown up again. Yeah, I, I noticed those, those guys, guys are doing, doing better. They're doing yeah. really good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, sports cool. cards are doing really, good. really good. Well, every, everything goes in cycles. Yeah. It does. You know? yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. I remember when, well, when everyone told me, oh, oh vinyl records are dead and buried. Yeah. CDs, baby, you know, and now, yeah. now, I don't know, vinyl's like, like just killing it right now. Yeah. yeah I, I think that cracks me up. Because of having older brothers, I was always around vinyl. Yeah. Like always. So it's just always been in my life. And then now I see other people like buying vinyl, you know, and then they're buying vinyl that the music is basically pressed from a CD. Yeah. So they're basically getting a CD on yeah. there and they think it's like, oh, it's it's that old vintage sound. And I'm like, yeah, but you're listening to Limp Bizkit. Like, yeah. Well, luckily, <laughs> yeah, luckily, at least with like the older stuff, they are going back to the original analog tapes. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I get, well, I'll tell you right now. And I've kind of like fallen into it because it's, the words have been said to me so many times. I hated the fact it was called vinyl. They're records. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But the thing is, yeah. it's been said so many... Now Now I just find myself saying you it. You just say it. Now. You know, yeah. 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 It's yeah. funny, yeah, because I... <laughs> my kids didn't even understand what I was talking about when I, when I was talking about records. Yeah. Or uh, when I say that I've listened to an entire album. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, the, the album. And they're like, you mean the CD? And I'm like, no, that's the item. That's yeah. the That's yeah. the medium. But I'm like... An album is the collection of songs. That's what it's called. Was an album. And yeah. It just that blows their mind. Well, the same thing. My kids call commercials ads. Yeah, you were telling me that. <laughs> well, we have um, and that's what's funny is is even the kids who uh who bought record players and buy you know twelve inch records now. I've seen them pick up you know a seven inch, a forty five, and they had no idea what it was. Yeah. And then they, they, is, there, is there a CD in here? Really? Yeah. The, all they know are twelve inch <laughs> records. That's yeah. funny. That's yep. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I had I had tons of the the seven inches, man. You know that was. I bet you did. <laughs> wow, you son of a bitch! Walk right into that one. I've already given the address. <laughs> I can only do it so many times. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. No, no, I think it was pretty cool. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a lot yeah, of fun. no, it was it was yeah. super fun. So we'll have to have you come back. Yeah, um, we'll do yeah, the yeah, Halloween yeah. stuff. Definitely and, sure. learned a lot yeah. too, you know. Yeah. yeah. I was very curious about a lot of that stuff. Like, yeah, no, we learned a lot. Me being new to it because right. I again, I was just strictly movies. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm trying to explore masks. 
toys, you know. Like I said, you know, you know, uh, buy it because you like it. Yes. And if, hey, if it goes up in value, great. Yeah. But, but yeah, don't, don't, you know, they're not stocks. Don't count yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's the big misconception is people buy something they think it's going to be worth it. Sure. Yeah. Then odds are it's not going to. Buy yeah. something you like. At least you have something you like. Exactly. Right, exactly. right, yeah. right, 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 right. You know, keep it because you dig it. Yeah. Yep, exactly. No, definitely. Okay. Well, I think that's it. So uh, until next time. We'll see you guys. Thank you.